Alright people, this is Big Deal Mike, how are you doing out there? Uh, today, I'm joined by my co-host, Ranger Rick, and we've got a very special guest for you today, our good friend, Spinach. How about you say hello to the people? Hello people, what the fuck is up? <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, today, so today we're going to be talking about guy stuff, because Sunday is for the boys. Yeah, Saturdays are, uh, I already fucked up. Sundays are for the boys now, apparently. <laughs> Sundays are for the boys! Jesus was a boy. <laughs> Jesus <Ooh>. was a boy. <laughs> What a good way to kick this off. Not a woman. No. Coincidence? Yeah, you got a problem with that? Dude, what is it? The, the fucking feminists are like, God is her or something like that. It's like, shut the fuck up. That was Ariana Grande. <laughs> oh, God is a woman. Yeah. yeah, that was Ariana Grande. I don't think that's just all the feminists. Good, I'll take a pop star straight for it. What an absolutely uh, well-versed example on policy. Uh, real quick, I just met you 10 minutes ago, and you're obviously a, a very chill dude, but, but explain to me why they call you spinach. So I really like spinach. I eat <laughs> I eat spinach like every day. Um, I used I used to I used to be a little heavier, and uh, I used to just put spinach in everything, and I still do. And uh, I feel like spinach has contributed to the man I am today. Awesome! Well, that's hell yeah. great because you're looking great, my dude. Yeah, spinach honestly, then hell yeah. Uh, I I recently saw pictures of you from your past, and I gotta say. The glow up is real. You've really taken yes, control yeah, of yeah. like your life and your health. That's that white bitch word, glow up. Di- diet yeah. and exercise, I gotta tell you. I do neither. So wait, in that case, um, if that's how we do nicknames, then Michael, you now need to refer to me as turkey bacon. Okay, and you guys <laughs> need to refer to me as ass. <laughs> because you are what you eat. Okay, all right. How, how do on. you guys how do you guys feel about eating ass? It's despicable. It's despicable. I think it's overhyped. Cause oh. I feel like yeah. Like, once you're there, you might as well eat the ass. We haven't been talking about this until, like, we had the latest generation of Fortnite and eating Tide Pods and ass-eating. I mean, we're just eating bad things. It's, it's definitely not sanitary. It's definitely, like, not the first choice. You shouldn't go ass first. Like, right, you shouldn't but, just start yeah. eating someone's ass. But ever, since it, became, well, yeah, ever since it became popular, everyone's, like, the ass-eating enthusiasts have come out from the shadows. <laughs> this is acceptable now. I don't like that. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird, but it, it makes you think... Why are they eating ass? And let me tell you, I've tried it, and there's no reason for it. But is it like a chore, like you know, <laughs> eating bad happens. pussy, or is it like eating ass because you actually enjoy eating ass? I I can't speak for everyone, but like sometimes it just happens. Yeah, in my in my situation, it kind of just happened. I don't know if I've done it like maybe once or twice, but it was with a long term girlfriend that I knew she was wiping her ass regularly. Oh, you gotta! It's more than wiping it. You gotta! You gotta fucking. It was. It was like I was already eating pussy though, and like it honestly tastes the same. Really? Really? Yeah. No shit. Did it taste different for you? Yeah, honestly, I, I, w- I was like there. I was in it. You're right. It, it goes from. It's like I'm already eating. I'm already eating out right now. And it's right there, mm-hmm. so you just kind of, you move up a little bit, or depending on your perspective, of course. Yeah, of course. I'm not gonna judge the way you eat, I, the way you eat out, but like Outback Steakhouse. I I just it it felt a little dry. Ooh. It was a little dry. Oh, dude, mm. you had wet ass. Yeah, that's. The, I've heard of yeah. wet ass pussy, but not wet ass. Oh, dude, fuck that song. The pussy, like, the pussy juices kind of flowed within. Like, it kind of flowed into the ass. Oh, wow. You've been dealing with some yeah, real tsunami dude, punani. Some that real wet-ass pussy. Tsunami punani. That wet-ass P word. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's... 
It's intense. Honestly, the first time I heard that that song, it kind of gave me a chubby. <laughs> it's it's just so intense and like fucking in your face. For real, <laughs> like that ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Michael. Yeah, it's right there. It's in front of your 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 face, and you're looking at it. Like maybe I'll just wander up there a little bit with my tongue, and oh, oh. Ooh. That's the ass. Mm. <laughs> and I ope. <laughs> Midwest ass eating. Yeah, exactly. Only... <laughs> just throw an open there. <laughs> Excuse me, let me just sneak past you with my face in your rectum. <laughs> yeah, let's flip the tables, though. You eat okay. the ass, you know, you peep the ass out, you eat the ass out, but are you getting your ass eat out? I've never had my ass eaten. Like, like what's the line, you know? I wouldn't wish that on, like, I... I wouldn't wish that on anybody because, like, my ass is hairy. Dude, same. same. Yeah, I'm not same. like I'm not regularly shaving my ass, <laughs> so I'm not just gonna be like, "Hey, baby, I know you're giving me head right now, but can you shove your face in my hairy ass?" Have you ever shaved your ass? I tried and I almost slit my rectum open. I don't see how I don't even understand the logistics, like the science behind that. Like, how do you get between the cheeks um, with a razor blade? GQ I once. says, yeah. "Bend over with a mirror." Um, and good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, dude, I, I really don't get it, too. Like, you, you made a good point. Like, how do you do that? There's really no way to keep your ass perfectly shaven. Like, no. it's just, it's it's a part of a body, or a part of a man's body that I really think we just have to assume will always be hairy because of how concealed it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you like manscaping, you can glide around with uh, Dollar Shave Club and clean that bitch <laughs> up. We also are not endorsed by them. I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just—I don't get it, man. You're putting yourself at risk for doo doo worms. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Like all the bugs? Yeah, oh. she wipes her ass. Yeah, she fucking cleans her ass out. Well, that's just the top oh. of the ass. I thought I thought we were talking about shaving, and I was like, what? no, we'll get into manscaping because I have uh, a question about that. I was too. thinking yeah. about ass eating for a minute and like now that i think about it i do i did have my ass eaten once <gasps> how was it yeah how was it it felt good and you know what it I was like it was like um getting like like a little uh like a worm like gummy worm stuck in your ass like it was kind of like oh there's a worm here <laughs> oh <laughs> there's a worm in my <laughs> wait, ass wait the tongue went in doctor doctor the tongue went in. uh-huh Whoa, Shit. that's a strong tongue yeah, it did happen damn you know what it did happen. i actually have a lot of respect for you yeah I'm telling live to the world, my ass was eaten. Oh, I, I never... And I would do it again. <laughs> Just one is, more time. Is the tongue no, supposed no, to go in? No, no, one more time. Is the tongue yeah, supposed, the tongue to, supposed go in? to go in? No, the tongue didn't go in my ass. Oh. Like, it was, like, around the oh ass. Oh, my I God. Mean, I, like, you can't really know. Like, I don't... I don't I'm not used to, like, the, t the feeling of sensation on my ass. So, like, mm. I don't know if it went in. It probably did a little, but so I don't think so. You let some broad... <laughs> I didn't let her do it. She just did it. Oh, some drunk shit. That's why I had to think about some it. Some drunk shit. Ah, uh, so she turned your booty hole into a Lunchables. Yeah. She was, <laughs> she was in there. She got the booty like grocery. <laughs> shit. And that's her discretion. I would never ask somebody to eat my ass. But oh, they, yeah. If they want to eat my ass, then go ahead. Yeah. Which is what's going to be my stance anyway. Y'all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, honestly, I wouldn't wish that upon anyone that they would eat my ass. But if they wanted to, and it was a part of it that like, the tongue does go in, cause like that's something that didn't even cross my mind, cause like, how are you gonna? How far is the ass? Yeah, dude. Like if how, some, I mean, how far is? If, how long is this tongue? Yeah, is, if some girl had like tongue, if some girl had like 
uh, like Gene Simmons or Orochimaru's tongue. Uh, like, okay, good. And they reached in there and they were just tongue fucking my hot button. That would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh my god. <laughs> and I, honestly, uh, this opens up the door for the conversation that I don't think a lot of guys are ready for. Yeah. The G spot is in your butthole. Right. Oh yeah, definitely, dude. Uh, my uh, deep South Baptist hardcore anti-fag Christian friend was like, "If God hates fags, why would he put the hot button in the pooper?" I was like, "You know He's what? Right. That is an excellent question." He's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had my ass ate. I've had a girl put a finger on my ass once, and it wasn't like a, I wanted it. It was like, a, "Well, we're just gonna just see how this feels to get the check in the box." Exactly. Yeah. And just. <laughs> right up there and i'm not this is my personal experience it doesn't feel good going in once it hits the hot button it's great mm-hmm. but like just going in like i'm just sitting there like oh my god why oh! and, yeah. then, and then the hot button gets hit and you will come the hardest you've ever came without even yes. having a boner yes that's like i i'm very open about this because i think it's important for guys to like break down their boundaries and like yeah consider things explore your sexual biology that you can't run from yeah because yeah. let me tell you right now Getting your hot button punched <laughs> through the is, box is the most earth-shattering orgasm you'll ever have. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Oh my god! And like I learned this through like my own personal escapades. Like I got I got pegged in high school, and let me tell you, it's fucking fantastic. I, I, like it wouldn't be a problem with me. I don't care, but I'm not gay for it. Like I'm not attracted to dudes. But yeah, I'll let a girl put it in my butt. I don't think pegging is gay. No, not hell I yeah. I don't think it's gay unless it's a man pegging you. Exactly. If a man is pegging <laughs> no, you, then no why is he using a peg? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if he is pegging you, I don't care that you're gay. Whatever gets your rocks off. You yeah, know? for sure. But I can't do it. I feel like there's a difference between a finger and a peg, dude. No, that's a whole, like, you need to train your asshole. Right, right. Like, if I just get fingers up my butt and then a girl wants to peg me, like, I'm afraid it's going to stretch it out so big that poop will just be falling up my butt. I mean, it wasn't like a, a, a 12-inch donger going in there. It was, like, probably four, probably five inches and, like, one... That's like the size of an average peen, though. Like, yeah, one inch diameter. Average peen. But the... the uh, I'm just saying it didn't ruin my anatomy. Like, it did not tear my asshole to shreds. This time. Is this, is this getting too personal? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, this no. is fine. This I'm is sorry if discussion. I'm assaulting anybody's ears. This is that, like, this is This is offending anyone. I'm just trying to open your mind a little bit. All right. Hey, real quick, Michael. I'm watching the levels. Um, I'm, like, screaming into my mic, and it's not turning red at all. No, that's okay. But, like, but take your I mic. I love pegging. <laughs> take, take your mic and pull it back so that his doesn't pick everything up. Because oh. your guys' uh, input channels are, are fading together, and I don't want it to, like, elevate someone's volume. We all need to be equally heard. We are one. We are one. Except are. for eating ass. Because <laughs> I'm against that shit. I think you're going to do it one day. I think it's just one of those things. Uh, like, when you're 12, you're like, oh, I'm never going to eat pussy. Nope, and now no, you're yeah. eating pussy at age 16. No, now dude, you're I remember, pegged at age 21. I remember I cried. I mm-hmm. cried when I found out my sister smoked cigarettes. <laughs> back when she was in high school and I was in middle school. I was like, Mom, I thought I was smoking a cigarette and she's gonna die of cancer and then like five years later i'm like smoking a pack a day right. no seriously <laughs> just putting away a pack of american spirits in an it's hour like- <laughs> and now and now i do crystal meth and eat ass so <laughs> evolution <laughs> right. thank you darwin it's, is rolling in his grave it's character development yeah. really 
I don't know, Michael. You've talked about putting stuff up your butt with such a form of enthusiasm that I'm convinced that you were the eight-year-old who stuck a Hot Wheels car up his ass and his mom put you in therapy. Oh, yeah. no, that's not actually. Um, yeah, when did your ask escapades really start? Even before yeah. you reached sexual maturity. Well, my my escapades began. <laughs> they they began very young, and I don't know why. Did you play with your own butthole in third grade? No, but I remember specifically, vividly, the first time I ever put anything in my butt. It was, I found, like, an old dum-dum stick. You found your sister's badge And I was like, this looks like it had fit in my butthole. And I'm like, fucking sitting on the floor of my closet. And just, I'm just like, hmm. Noink. And it felt, it, it kind of felt good. Jesus, dude. Just going on record. Oh, my God. So it was more of a, a Bill Nye science experiment than a sexual pleasure. Yeah, no, I didn't know what it what was going on. I was just like, this will fit. <laughs> and you did are it. so brave. Yeah, honestly, dude, I, I would cry. <laughs> like, I'm the victim of sexual trauma, so I don't like things near my butt. That doesn't mean I'm not open to it. But yeah, and that's like, fair. Yeah, but at the same time, I, everyone's eating ass. I'm like, FOMO, dude, I'm missing out. I should fucking get in on this. <laughs> I don't think you're missing out on eating ass. Like, no, honestly. You can skip it. You'll be fine. Like, it's something that, like. Don't don't have like a hard boundary on if like there's no reason for it, just because it's like kind of gross. Just like ha- have the other person take a shower first and exactly. give it a try. In my experience, it was just like, hmm, this is really dry and it doesn't seem to be doing anything for me or the other person. So uh, it's probably gonna be the last time I do it. Just but I'm glad of, I tried. You know, just out of curiosity, because it's kind of related for me personally. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you guys during sex? Ooh. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I should tell this story. I don't know. I have a lot of sex, so... so <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to name names know. or where I was or whatever, but uh, I had a threesome really? with twins. Whoa. And I didn't know the fact that they were twins until two days after they because they looked nothing alike. Whoa. And that I think that was the first time in forever that convinced me to go back to the Catholic Church. <gasps> basically it was a really good night it was hot as fuck dude they were gorgeous they looked nothing alike and i was just like fuck it you know threesome let's do it they're best friends they're freshmen in college they want to experiment you know they're they're lugs they're lesbians until graduation (laughs) but they're like full-on fucking scissoring and like eating each other out i'm like this is hot as shit and then two days later i find out that they are literally born at the same time (laughs) from the same mother that's fucking weird because incest but but have you ever had the thought of like hmm if there was a clone of me would like would would you do anything would you guys do anything with your your clone you asking if i'd fuck myself not okay because i do that very frequently but there's no clone involved yeah (laughs) yeah so like jerking off is one thing but if you have a clone and you fuck it are you gay no Uh, no tech um i don't i don't i don't know are you attracted to it or you're just fucking it I'm probably just fucking. Just it. fucking. Um, I don't. I, I don't think I could. I think the bottom you is gay, but you're not. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> shit, dude. That might be in the fucking description of this episode. I, that is very sage advice. And I'm dehydrated as shit and drinking, and I'm set on that phrase for like the next two weeks. I'm gonna pander that. <laughs> oh my God. The bottom you is gay. <laughs> Put it on a doormat. <laughs> 
I'm gonna literally text my gay best friend right now and be like, "Hey, so is it just the bottom of you that's gay, or is it all of you, or your bottom uh, gay version of you is more powerful than the top you?" <gasps> Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Only if it's a power bottom. I actually, to this day, I don't know what that term means. Um, it means that like, yes, you're receiving, but you're given the thrust from from the bottom. What? Right? Yeah, can you explain that? Do I need to look this See, up? Say, well, get okay, off the computer, buddy. so um, Rick doesn't know this, but I am a bisexual man. What's up, dude? Welcome to the studio. What's up? Yes, hello, hi. Um, I just want you to know right respect now. Respect my pronouns. They're zis and zan. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Sounds fake, but okay. I just want you to know right now, you're a super cool dude, and I might say fag a lot, but please do not take I'm offense I'm not offended. To okay. That's just me being insensitive to... Uh, instigate offense to our listeners no i generally don't like come out and stuff because people feel they feel like they need to change everything they're doing and it's fine as long as i'm not directly being offended yeah, like, directly no. like hey you fag <laughs> shut up homo <laughs> <laughs> that but might a power be said bottom today. would be somebody who's just like I, I thought a power bottom would be like you're in control like you're getting yeah. fucked but like you feel like you're not being completely dominated it's basically oh. prison rape but you're not the one doing the raping right uh, i feel like that would be a regular bottom <laughs> <laughs> incarcerated bottom your ass is my son <laughs> <laughs> you looking fresh as fuck <laughs> shit You've been uh, eating lots of ramen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dude, we need guests more often. This has been the, one of the funniest, best conversations. No, I, I we've love had. this. Because usually yeah. it's just you and I getting drunk, like arguing, like BLM and I mean, just like the presidency. We're just screaming at each other. Yell, yell at you for your mild racism. <laughs> oh, 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 guys, um, people that are listening, I'm also black. Yeah, wait, let's specify this right now. He's an upstanding African American American gentleman. Yeah, I I usually pay my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this guy. <laughs> well, thank you for paying your taxes. That means a lot to the white folk. Yes, yes. <laughs> Only the white folk. <laughs> oh shit, shit! Fuck, dude. We're just okay. I'll I'll put it out right right now. Like anybody who listens to this, if you take this in any bad way, you can entirely put it on Ranger Rick. I don't even care. If you know I'm joking and you still just want to bitch, this is entirely on me because that was funny as fuck. <laughs> Please no one bitch on my behalf, by the way, because I will bitch for my own self if I had a problem, but I don't. Hell yeah. So, Dude, we can have... <laughs> All right, I'm also going to throw this out here. We're having a good time. You are the perfect diversity hire for Thin Ice Digital. A bisexual <laughs> black man. Exactly. <laughs> Please work for us. Your commentary is better than mine times a million. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're pretty funny too. Yeah, like, yeah. Third mic, it, dude. Like you get a third chair on a regular. So you guys were hanging a TV today. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I be. I feel like I finally became a real man. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. You, we talked to people at the hardware store. Ooh. We were talking about. Uh, we were talking about home home improvement stuff. Yeah, we we're like, um, where are the nails? <laughs> uh, the sign that says nails and hardware. I don't know. How how often do you go to Home Depot? That was the first time in a good, like, uh, 10 years. Okay, you get a free pass then. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> once? And then, like, the once guy who times. Helped, Yo, this dude named David, he was helping us find the, the what were they? Not nail screws. Yeah. And I was just like, by the end of the conversation, I was like, wow, are you my dad? <laughs> what do you say to that? <laughs> I didn't actually say that. I'm imagining the typical Home Depot worker. But he worker. was like, why don't you just YouTube it? It's easy to hang up a TV. And I'm just like, but... <laughs> <laughs> Show me. Please, Give I me guidance. <laughs> Excuse me. 
<laughs> Please name it. I didn't have a strong father figure to show me man things. Seriously, Ooh. name it. <laughs> Michael, that was testy for liberal leaning Ooh. big deal, Mike. No, I think it's okay. Were you assuming that our bisexual black guest didn't have a father figure to teach no. him handyman skills? No, I was. Sa- I was saying from my perspective. <laughs> I was actually saying because like I love my father. Michael, it's okay. I, I love him with all my heart. I respect him so much, but I feel like he, he's kind of soft, and like I feel like I missed out on learning a lot of guy things. I gotcha. Like he's got a great mustache. Well, look, look. He to your didn't. Left. He didn't teach me how to shave. What's up, dude? Um, Big Daddy right here will teach you anything you want to know. Like I, I mean, I'm good now, but like I feel like I missed out on that. Um, I, he doesn't really do handyman things, so I never really learned that. I feel like I missed out on very important skills yeah. for like general upkeep, very like like manly things, man's things, country things that are like genuinely important to keep taking care of yourself and taking care of your home. And I don't know, that's what that joke was about. I wasn't being no, racist dude, saying. You don't that, know, like, I feel obviously. the same way. Um, have to, you have to defend yourself, dude. <laughs> No, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was afraid was gonna happen. <laughs> Guy, don't overexplain yourself. Don't overexplain yourself. You can be funny. It's okay. No, it's just He's, we've all expressed that. Like, we'll, we're just shooting the shit. No, there's lots I, of there's lots of guys who don't have dads in general. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I. I didn't feel like I was well, on trial for that. I feel like I was. I was being a little vulnerable oh, and sharing a little oh, bit oh, of myself my with the audience. Oh, okay. So, do you think I come from a place of privilege where my I like I had a dad and he was a badass motherfucker? You're just a lucky man. Dude, he yeah. was in the Navy for 30 years. He flew the SEALs around in Bush's resource war. <laughs> I mean, he taught just... me He taught me a lot. Like, I can fix a car. I can fix anything in the house. Never ta- I never got the talk from him. I didn't get the talk from either of my parents. Interesting. That's interesting, yeah. I'm well, surprised they didn't talk about it with you. My mother is a devout Catholic. I love her to death. She's a great woman. And my dad was, like, high up in the military, so he was always working. And by the mm-hmm. time, like... He was retired like I was already fucking. So yeah, <laughs> I never got the talk. But I went to Catholic schools, and the only form of sex ed they teach you is abstinence, which really mm. I think fucks over a lot of kids. Like if you're worried about pregnancy, if they don't give you that kind of scope in sex ed in school or from your parents, you're gonna go impregnate someone because you don't know any better. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I've I've heard that Catholic schools will be like, okay, so birth control causes cancer. Condoms are a sin against God, right. and you just need to not have sex, or else the demons will take you to hell. <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's rewind time. Actually, actually, all of those things are false, and it would just be a lot healthier for you if you were safer about your impulsive actions. It's not even an <laughs> impulse. It's like, uh, I'm going to fuck because something in my little head's telling my big head, uh, get to it, bud. So an impulse. No, that's a uh, directive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, nah, I like that. It is definitely a directive. Yeah. I'm not just fucking on site, but it's like most of my actions are leading towards fucking or the hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Fuck it up. Won't argue with that. Here, let's talk oh, about. Did you? Did, did, <laughs> <laughs> Give me the pussy, boss. <laughs> Give me the pussy, please, please. <laughs> I have cancer. <laughs> I've been stretching my ass for you. Right. Oh, Come eat it. Is such a god. Uh, all right, so among men. We'll, we'll go down the line here. Um, spinach. Would you like me to call you spinach or your first name? I mean, I like spinach for the Let's radio. keep spinach to protect your identity so that if we get in trouble for anything, you're not really held accountable. 
Yeah, I, I, I want to keep most of our guests uh, anonymous. Really? No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So what are we going to call My name's Trevor. Our... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Bleep <laughs> 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 <Leave> that out. <laughs> we don't know how to edit. What are we going to call our next guest then? The game is to be sold, not told? Like, that's not a name. That's, that's, um... <laughs> Think about it's, it. it's not even a, a sure thing. All right, uh, Spinach, did you get the talk, and how was it? I did not get the talk. It was actually really weird. Um, so I dated this girl for, like, two years, and my mom caught us fucking. <laughs> and then um, that was the talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you guys didn't see it, but I, he threw I just hear <laughs> Oh my god, dude, it came out my nose. <laughs> Jesus, you broke Rick. And just, like, imagine black woman wailing on a naked white girl. And literally, she the girl ran out the house, like, barely had her clothes on, but just covering her titties, running in the snow. How old is she? I was 16, and she was 16. Your mom. Oh. Do you think that you could? Uh, My maybe- mom literally threw glass at the at the walls and like um I had her on the floor right and we we're fucking or whatever and my mom heard it. So when she opened the door of my room, it literally smashed my ex-girlfriend's head against the wall. So her face was black and blue for weeks. Oh, shit. And my mom was, like, trying to fight her, and I'm naked, and I'm trying to protect her. And then she got out the door, and she just ran out in the snow. You could maybe emanate uh, how your mom reacted. Can you be your mom and and what she said? Oh, hell no! The fuck? (laughs) I can't believe let this wipe into our house! (laughs) No, like, legit, I'm not... I don't like stereotypes, but that's literally what happened. Oh my god! Like it was, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. The worst thing that could have happened, and I wasn't allowed out the house for a long time. I oh my god! It sounds scary, dude. I, yeah, I honestly felt fear inside me. No, it was, it was the worst. Literally, and the fucking workers. Okay, so we were getting our basement finished at the time. My mom leaves for five minutes. And literally, I'm just like, okay, so let's fuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you saw your opportunity, like, and you my, it. I, my mom, like, left to go to the store for, like, five minutes. There's people working in the basement, finishing our basement or whatever. And these motherfuckers, first of all, they're fucking bootleg as fuck. Like, they stole a lot of my sweaters that I liked in no high school. Not, not, I'm not salty, of course. <laughs> they took, like, five months to finish it. Irrelevant. Fuck you guys. Anyway, they heard sex happening, and they call my mom and what? tell her to turn around. You got what? sold out. That's not the homies right they there. They did you so dirty. They really did. Oh my god, they they this they is call my fucking house. I don't care if I'm underage or not. I live here. You don't. Why the fuck won't you mind your business? Put some earphones in. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? They called your mom and literally instigated an assault. They really did. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you got my cackle out of me. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that's fantastic. So, I right, right, follow up on that. Like years later, was there ever like a, a reconciliation where you, like you and your mom laughed about it jokingly? No. Oh, shit. It never got okay. <laughs> it was just a thing we never talked about again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like. Oh, fuck. That's. And no, and then, okay, but I don't know. I don't know what we were even talking about to lead to the story. Um, the talk. The talk. Okay, so what happened was my mom talked to me maybe a week later with tears in her eyes. And she was just like, I didn't even know you had sexual feelings. I'm Aww. like. What? I'm- I'm 16. I'm 16. My balls are the size of coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that has tits, I want to stick my penis in. And she knew I had a girlfriend. <laughs> like, 
I didn't even know you had sexual feelings. <laughs> Mom, even produce gives me erections. I need a release. <laughs> I've been humping the pillow since I was 12. Right. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> That's fantastic, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. That might be the best story I've heard in a while. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Mike, so what about I, you? I turn. Oh, okay. Um, the talk or getting walked in on? Or both. Either one. Take your pick. I, I actually I have a very interesting story. Okay. Um, this story is the story of how my mom found my nudes. Wait, 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 wait. My wait. mom found my nudes. Okay, so let me ask you one question first. How old were you when these nudes were taken? 16. 16. I'm going to guess. Okay. It was so like 15 were... to 17 range. I was probably 16. And so I'm I'm like 16-year-old dude trying to trying to send some artful nudes to my uh my significant other, my girlfriend at the time. And I'm like putting a, I'm like putting a lot of work in. I'm like holding my Amazon Kindle with my toe and hitting the fucking camera button with my other toe just like Trying to get some real good shots. Wait, right? wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, so, yeah. so you're taking full nudes, not just a dick pic? <laughs> yeah, full ass nudes. Because I, I wanted to, like, I, I don't know, I wanted to. I didn't want to just send a dick pic because I think that's distasteful. You're a fucking artist, man. <laughs> no, I was just about to say, that's just what a left wing liberal would do. Yeah. Is dude. take full body nudes on a Kindle. Yeah, let, let's get some foliage in the picture. I found some leaves outside. Can I borrow your, uh, your seashell to put over my pee pee? <laughs> But like I, I'm doing this, and like I'm, I'm not thinking anything of it. Little did I know, my Kindle is. I, I did know this, but my, my Kindle is a hand-me-down from my mom, and I forgot to change the email address it's linked <gasps> to to my own. Oh. So all of my nudes, instantaneously, are sent to my mom's Kindle. Oh. About a week shit. later, I'm actually sitting there jerking off in my room, and my mom busts in. She's like. Michael, what the hell? You're gonna get me arrested for a sex crime, and I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? You're the one that came in here while I'm jerking off, and, and she's like, What the fuck is this? And I'm so, like, Oh no! Hey, Mom, it's not like you haven't seen my penis before. <laughs> no, it's just like really fucking weird. I'm like, Mom, I'm sorry. Have you guys joked about that in the in the past recently? Or? Uh, no, we never really talked about it. Oh Jesus! Exactly, like. She was like, don't you ever take nudes ever again. And I was like, I'm sorry. God, Mom, this is what you get for not buying me an iPhone. <laughs> Shit. That's no, terrifying. I Honestly, like that. that that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, okay, here's my question, though. Uh, before or after your mom busted in, did you at least get to distribute your pics to incentivize a hormonally vulnerable young woman that you're with? <laughs> Did you at least get to send them out before you got busted for it? Don't say it like that because it sounds creepy. We were the same age. Creepy, dude. That's Actually, what we are as teenagers. We were literally like born three days apart, so like it's not even creepy. It's just like kids being fucking horny teenagers. Right. She gets your picture and she feels all gushy, but she doesn't know why or what to do. <laughs> oh my god. No, but needless to say, that was the last time I sent nudes. Oh, actually, no, it's not. I didn't learn my lesson, guys. Oh, jeez. I didn't learn my lesson. Bring I it forgot. on. I think it's just dick pics. Oh, well. Two consenting other parties, not just sending random dick pics. Anybody that does that is a creep. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, dick pics. 
And this is a very, <laughs> let's put this heavily discussed topic in the male community. Is it okay or is it not? Even if it's consented, like, is it okay? If it's consented, yes. Yeah, some I, people... I dick pic is, like, garbage. borderline crazy. Yeah. Some people get something out of it, but right. a lot of people don't. You're really just jerking yourself off by saying, <laughs> I'm proud of my penis, look at it. There's nothing wrong with being proud of your penis. I'm sure as fuck proud of my penis. Hopefully y'all are proud of your penises. Penis. Mm, yeah, I like it, but I'm not going to shove it down people's throats. <laughs> I will. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I will. <laughs> it depends on if, the context. Like, if, if that's cool. Consensually. Yeah, consensually. Consensually. Now, okay, so let's take dick pics. Usually, anytime you hear like the term dick pic or the the usage of a dick pic, it's always like when you're talking to someone or you're, like you're flirting. But it's like never when you're dating. Like you're never dating someone. And they're like begging for a picture of your penis. At least in my experience. Do you think though, if you're in a consensual relationship that also has a healthy sexual part of it, that it is okay to just send random dick pics because you assume they'll be okay with it? I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> my ex, like. Sometimes we would get spicy over the phone. Yeah. And like... Caliente. She wasn't into it when I sent her pictures of me busting. I'm just like, why don't you love this? <laughs> you get some cum on your lens and it burns. You're like, oh I'm shit, like, I gotta take 3D, it again. This is a 3D motion picture for you. Dude. And oh. I worked so hard. If you got a new iPhone, you could fucking live photo it. So it's got like the three second loop when you hold down on the picture. Like, penis, penis. Oh, nut. Like, <laughs> like, like how do you keep the spark alive? You... You always gotta treat your relationship like it's new. I feel like D yes, or you, yeah, lose, you lose yeah. interest. Yeah, every day's an adventure. Yeah, exactly. So keep it new, as in just always be fucking. Yes, exactly, <laughs> and always do weird things. Right. Every weird six things. months, just do something weirder. Yeah. I think I think some people are definitely more into nudes than others. Like yeah. honestly, I'm I'm not really interested in nudes or even lingerie or anything like that. I like I. Let me see you naked and put it in, you know? You're just trying to fuck. Yeah. And you yeah. Know, well, I'm not it. just trying to fuck. Like, I, I, I think this is something that isn't talked about enough in, like, regard to guys. I think it's taken for granted that guys, they just want to fuck. They want to put their penis in something. But, like... But we do. On, on, <laughs> honestly, if I'm being serious, I, like... If I wanted to put an extra label on myself, I would probably label myself as demisexual because sex kind of fizzles out for me in terms of my interest in like advancing a sexual relationship on a regular basis so if i don't have a romantic element what is to demisexual it. yeah let's look from, up the definition oh, on the oh, computer yeah, let me pull it up because okay. how you explain it, it just sounds like you just have a really short attention span when it comes to fucking no it. okay so i i'll define it for you demisexual means that you are attracted to people based on your emotional and like uh, your emotional attachment to them. Yeah, that's like you nailed it with the dictionary definition. Yeah, sexual attraction through like love and affection. So no, it's it, on the asexual spectrum. Right. Let me add it, that. It says here, in other words, demisexual people only experience sexual attraction after an emotional bond is formed, but there's no other feelings. So that just means that you're okay. horny. Okay, may, maybe I'm like semi demi because like semi demi. Yeah, yeah, I semi -demi. I want I want to fuck, and I'm thirsty like all the time. You are but, thirsty. You're so thirsty. But I like. My interest in a regular sexual relationship thrives on my, like, connection to the other person. Oh, and I, I think that that's something that... I feel like that's a normal thing, so why does it need a special yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's demisexual. Yeah, no. I think that that's something that's not talked about, and it's not understood, like, in any sort of subconscious way. I think that subconsciously people think of guys, and it's like, oh, yeah, they're all horny, and they just want to fuck. See, I want you to look it up, but I want you to look at it from, like the actual like the dictionary's perspective and also the queer perspective 
Like, if they're like a queer dictionary, there has to be. There's so many fucking terms. Should I Google search yeah, queer probably. dictionary? Yeah. There probably is because, like, have you have you ever heard of, like, demiguy or, like, sapiosexual? Yeah, exactly. Have, these are, these like, are all things on the asexual spectrum. I feel like yeah. if it's demisexual, like, it has to be extremely, like, extreme because obviously sex is better with people you have an emotional connection with. Holy shit, okay, it's a real yeah. thing. <clears throat> I feel like that's not a whole new thing. Dude, the queer dictionary is actually a real thing. Exactly. Thank God. Because... Allosexual. Let's go back to that after this. Allo? Like like the plant? No, 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 no. It was the first thing. But let's stick to demisexual. You see, that's my ADHD. Oh, so it went back to allosexual. Some sex... Or it says, uh, human definition of allosexual. Some asexual spectrum people use the term allosexual to describe anyone who is not asexual, demisexual, or a gray asexual. Hmm. This just confuses me honestly like it just i'm not hating and i'm not denying your validity but like it just seems like a contradiction of terms it's it's like unfamiliar and unless you live in that person's shoes you won't truly understand how they feel but cognitively i think it's important for us to take it in and like understand to a certain degree just the basic fact that Human sexuality is diverse, and it doesn't have roots in your sex or your gender. It's all kind of like something that you feel and experience. Okay, so I have the demisexual definition on the Queer Dictionary, and I'm going to read it and then ask a a question. Okay. So it says the definition is uh, an emotional connection is required before becoming sexually attracted to another person. Isn't that just like a normal, healthy relationship? Really? Like like a relationship, relationship where there is emotional connection. If you're not going to have that, it's not going to be a relationship. You're not going to be fucking. I feel like that's like a sub term to something else. Like I don't feel like that is a definition to define it as something someone can identify as. It just seems kind of like, like, and this is just it, totally my perspective. It just seems okay. like, like, like a characteristic of something else because it's a very vague explanation. I think that to understand why it needs a definition, like. You have to understand that the opposite also exists. There are people out there that only have sex based on physical attraction. Yeah, and there are actually people out there who are only physically attracted to people they don't really know. They get their jimmies off by having (laughs) sex with people who are basically strangers. Welcome to Tinder. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I fucking hate... I fucking hate all dating apps. Well, you're the one who uses them most. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I I I still won't talk about it on this show, but I really (laughs) want to bring up the latest one that you made a profile on. Oh, my God. But we won't go there to protect you, (laughs) even though it's so funny. Okay, so go ahead. And I looked at the prefix for Demi, and it means half or lesser. So Like 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 less sexual. Hmm. And, like, I feel like, I don't know, I don't want to say anything to offend people. Oh, dude, don't worry about trigger warnings here. No, like, I don't want to invalidate people, because asexuality is a real thing. It's only 1% of the population, but it's definitely a real thing. Definitely people experience it. Yeah. Demisexual... There definitely should be a word for it. I agree with you, um, big deal man. Um, <laughs> big deal man. Um, feel better? <laughs> Hell yeah. I agree with you, big deal man. It should be a thing because just in conversation, like allosexual. But it's kind of like, I don't know if that's necessarily a queer identity. That's fair. No. I feel like that's just yeah. a word. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. yeah, it's just descriptive. Because, I mean, actually, no, there may be a queer identity, so never mind, I take it back. Maybe 
you don't fall under that do you find yourself sexually attracted to people that you don't know sometimes because obviously like like for example i love meg the stallion i would fuck meg oh, the stallion to till i die i would fuck her till my dick detaches and it's just in her forever and it's fine <laughs> but um like i don't know her okay. so that's a sexual attraction before a emotional attraction yeah, would like, you fuck somebody you don't know but they're really hot. Um, okay, let, let me let me just say something. I experience physical attraction, and, like, I can be attracted to somebody, but I really, I don't feel a compelling urge to fuck people that I'm not familiar with. I'll be physically attractive, absolutely, yeah, but it's not like I'm getting a heart on thinking about, like... It's okay if you do. Pounding it. <laughs> Would you have a sexual attraction to them? Because would a demisexual enjoy porn? Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, enjoy, I do enjoy porn. A, yeah, who doesn't? Like, I feel like I feel like in order to be a demisexual, like you need to meet the actual like definition, or it's just a normal human motion. Right, it's just a characteristic of a human. Yeah, a human. A human. A human. I. By the way, backtracking. I love how it said human definition, which it still says human definition. Like this is not the panda definition. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, okay, so let's put it this way. If you are homosexual, the definition of homosexual, does that also mean you're demisexual? Like, can you be multiple things, or does every word have to identify what you are because individually? In, in the asexual spectrum, it's romantic. So you could be homoromantic and asexual, like you're attracted to the same sex, hmm. but you're asexual. And also you could be sexually repulsed or, I guess, yeah, I don't know. Rosie what, O'Donnell. so there's a lot to it like obviously asexuals are valid and exist and i believe there are demisexuals but also i don't want to throw the terms around too loosely yeah definitely and like i'm not saying that i am 100 percent demi but understanding that concept just to myself kind of made me more aware of maybe different sides of my sexuality that i hadn't thought about before because all like popular culture is just like yeah, guys just want to fuck. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I think it's something that we can all learn from. Absolutely. Even if it's not about yourself, but understanding others. Because, like, when I first met an asexual person, I was like, are you sure? <laughs> Cause, okay, like, yeah. From my frame of mind at that time, 18-year-old, big deal Mike, just floating around fucking people. is just like, you don't have sex? Well, you're lame. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking virgin <laughs> like but everybody's different and that's something yeah, that like i understand right. now obviously and i might sound super insensitive for this i'm just gonna throw it out there do it like i don't really i'm not gonna dedicate my time to knowing the differences with all this i really don't give a shit i will address you how you want to be addressed i'm not going to have any bias against how you want to be addressed even if i don't understand the issue but i don't really give a fuck Really, you can be whatever the whatever the fuck you want, as long as you're not bringing me down in some way. You know, you could be a demisexual, asexual, unicorn, alien, space lord from Venus, and that's fine. I accept you as that. The problem I usually have is when it's like I'm being told that I'm a piece of shit for not knowing. You know, mm. yeah. And I'm not generalizing the community or anything. I'm just saying, you know, in certain circumstances. Because I understand there's a lot of passion behind it because people need to be validated and represented through who they are. Absolutely. And I, you know, I feel like, speaking from the cisgender, 
you know, uh, not anything else but what we consider normal in society, which is the problem. Oh, shut up, you het sis. You fucking straight white male. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, how dare I with my privilege? I feel like we're generalized that, like, we're so against it just because we don't understand it. He has a dad. Yeah, I have, I, I, I have a, a white father who served in the military. He's a shit. And I work in a blue-collar trade dominated by strong white men. So how dare I? I'm going to go to the bathroom. If you hear a loud pop, I'm just killing myself for the justice of the less. Because <laughs> I really... Uh, been accessing my feelings through this good discussion no i just i just feel like you know i get that there is a lot of disconnect between the straight hetero male community and the completely diverse community of the lgbtq plus and i feel like a lot of people who aren't oppressive who don't hold bias are kind of grouped into being an enemy of that community mm -hmm. just because they don't understand Mm -hmm. and yeah. it kind of just creates this tension and this narrative that you know just because they're they don't know that they're against it but that's that's my 10 cents that's all i have to say about that shit hmm. go for it i have thoughts <laughs> go for it full speed ahead man we don't hold no i here. think no i don't know this is probably not a responsible thing to say who cares? Like, it's thin dice digital. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, it's We're spinach. I get my real name. I don't have a government name. <laughs> <laughs> they call me. They call me Corn Pop on the streets. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Biden. I, yeah. I, I showed him that video. Oh shit. That's oh, so painfully cringy. Oh, yeah. Are we about to go into that? <laughs> no. But um, fucking um, I don't know. I feel like it's good. Like I feel like it's definitely beneficial to be aware of the queer community yeah definitely but also like it's also one of those things that anybody can be a part of the queer community yeah and maybe sometimes we, we overhype it a little bit yeah i mean i consider myself like it's obviously it's like an open space right now because everybody's way more open-minded and stuff but it's also like like Every girl now, you know that meme that's like all girls know how to do or be bisexual, eat hot chip, yeah, and, and cheat on you and lie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a meme I'll that's pull like it up. I'll send it to you, dude. It's phenomenal. All, all girls know how to do any nowadays. They, they can't cook or clean. All they do is eat hot chip, be bisexual, and lie and twerk, twerk, yeah, and twerk. Oh my god! But like, are you really bisexual if you don't eat pussy? Um. No. Well, yes, I don't know. It really kind of just fucking depends. I mean... Like, some girls will be like, I'm bisexual, and you, like, smooched one girl when you were drunk. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. And it just... And then, like, I'm not going for you. I'm not shooting at you, Mike. I mean, what? big deal. Be ready. Uh, do you go by your government here? Yeah. It's big deal, Mike. Okay, big, big deal, deal Mike. Mike. Big deal, okay. Michael. Michael, Mike. Whatever. But also, you thought that you might be demisexual because you have emotions. Ooh, ooh! Is, do you think that's rooted in toxic masculinity? Shut the fuck up! Telling me that I'm weird for having emotions? No, I'm, I'm saying weird. you're putting a label on yourself because you have emotions. Oh. When all men have emotions, they they don't, don't want to just fuck. I don't have emotions. Oh. This is man's country. Maybe I'm coming from a place of like, <laughs> I don't think men have emotions, so I must be weird for having them. And I don't think it should be that way. I think oh. it's the culture is a toxic society because it makes it seem like guys just want to fuck. Yeah. Oh. That's true. Like, if you just want to fuck, there's something wrong with you. You should, at the end of the day, kind of have a long-term goal of wanting to be with someone. Now, 
I agree with you. Do you think that that is society promoting toxic masculinity, or do you think that it is the acceptance of toxic toxic masculinity through biological impulses, even? Because in today's age, you are able to express your toxic masculinity through more forms than how it was back then, which was just one-on-one, you know, person-to-person. Now you have social media where you can just see that shit, you know? You have dating apps where you can completely exploit toxic masculinity. Well, also, all social norms are performed and, re- and performed and reinforced through social interaction, which happens in completely mundane situations. It's not some sort of a grand thing that you get indoctrinated in. It's something that just happens over time, something that enters your mind subconsciously. And I don't think that the like hegemonic, toxic, whatever kind of masculinity, I don't think that that's a biological thing. I think it's all cultural and it's based on what we've grown to accept as conventional masculinity. Um, yeah, I guess. But I mean, I guess my question is, is the 1950s nuclear family man toxic masculinity or is it just society of that time? It's a product of its time. Yeah. Is it technically negative or is it just different? Different, but there are negative aspects to like mental health. It, it depends on what aspect we're talking about because, Fair. I mean, I I don't know how conventional masculinity was back in that day exactly. Like You impregnate I, your wife, you go to work with the same crew cut and suit, and you come home to your two painfully white kids and listen to the radio. Well, I guess it all depends on <laughs> are you happy? Are you treating people well? Are you well, treating people how they want to be treated? Uh, like it's all relative. Like you should be able to just do whatever you want. And also, um, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit what I said. Like you should want to be with someone. Some people are polygamists. Do what you want to do. I don't care. But like, just be happy. I don't know. Like, is it toxic masculinity to want to fuck? I don't know. Some people aren't meant for relationships. I don't know. But right. there's girls that just want to fuck too. Correct. True. Yeah, true. And they've they've come out way more often because we're a way more open minded today. But there's lots of girls that I've come across that like just want to fuck. Yeah, like. And what do you do? Do you fuck them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give, yeah. Give, give him a good old. Oh <laughs> yeah, brother! Stretch the stretch the walls like a Hulk Hogan shirt. Yes. <laughs> oh, you want to fuck me? Fuck yeah! Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the father. You want me to clean your apartment after fucking you? I guess I'll do it because I just got my rocks off. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Why? You're really nice. <laughs> no, dude. dude what? Like... You're a simp. Uh, that, exactly. That's what I'm trying to bring up is simps. Ooh. Ooh. Touchy. I'm kind of a simp. So Big Deal Mike and I have already gone into detail uh, talking about OnlyFans and how some people say that they're, quote, sex workers when I think it's really just a simp farm for money. <laughs> Yeah, but dude, the simp I really think is a scourge on society because I feel, I feel that. How dare you speak about my people like that? <laughs> Forgive me, big deal, Mike. I will apologize with the cake. But I just I feel like simp's. You know, every school shooter lately has been a simp. Okay, and I'm not trying to correlate that. I'm just using it as an example that something in society, and I'm not spe- specifying one specific thing. You know, something in society has caused these potentially normal men to become simps. And I feel like through OnlyFans and through, like, fucking Twitch streamer girls and all that shit, it's kind of programming men who have the potential to go out there and have sex and have consensual healthy relationships into just kind of getting a cheap, how do I bust a nut for the night? 
because no one loves me or accepts me. And I feel like it shapes them to become disgusting people when they have potential to be better people. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say something about the simps correlated to uh, school sh shooters and how that's a product of culture. Mm -hmm. um, at least the one that I have in mind, the, the fucking the Florida one. Uh, I forget. I forget. I know what you're talking about, I think. Yeah, the Parkland. Yeah, the Parkland shooter. He had like a severe mental disability. Have you have you ever seen you like iDubs, right? I love iDubs. He he has like a magnum opus called Full Force where he follows the life of Airsoft Fatty and he's got this friend who is like total school shooter type. He's like, "Yeah, I hit you really hard with a lightsaber. That's because I'm fun." And he just really likes hurting people and being a sadist. And I think that... But what caused him to become that? Because he's a developing human. I don't know. Like, if you just birth out Hitler, but you don't give him the influence for him to become Hitler, you give him an alternative path, you know. Are you talking I, about this guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that guy. That guy. Oh. He's a simp? Stone, Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, I think. Yeah. Um... I saw interviews with people around him. He just showed like symptoms of antisocial personality disorder, severe mental health problems that sh could have been addressed. But I think that's part of um, being a simp. Mm, wait I a minute. Wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give that label to all simp's. Yeah. I think that simping and mental health go hand in hand. What did he do that was but, simpish? I don't remember hearing anything simpish about this man. So At same least thing maybe with, I didn't follow it very well. Same yeah, thing I don't with know. the uh, Oregon district no, shooter from my hometown of Dayton who went to the high school 10 minutes from where my parents live and where I grew up. He was a simp. He stalked this girl around and she rejected him into depression which started to further his, you know, murderous motives. He had a kill list and a rape list. And so, it was all women. Who, whose fault is that, and where does it start? Like, we can't identify where that started. I mean, it's kind of toxic masculinity, but also it's combined with mental illness. Yeah, which is a huge problem in this country. I think that yeah. every single citizen has some form of a mental illness, no matter who you are. Everybody should see a therapist. I wouldn't say that, but I'd say at least be mindful that you're not always okay in your head, even when it seems like you are. Okay, I, I agree. I, yeah, I agree that everyone should probably see a therapist at least once in their life because it's just good to bounce off your ideas off ideas off of somebody. But yeah. also, I think it's kind of sad that like you should probably have a good friend group that you trust yeah, enough yeah, to bounce yeah. those ideas off of that won't just be yes men and just be like, you know what? Maybe you should get some extra help. Maybe you're a little like crazy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I want to bounce off like, of that and like kind of backpedal because I don't think everybody needs to see a therapist. I think that everybody should be open to the idea. Everybody should be open to it because definitely. it doesn't mean you're a broken person. It means that maybe you need a little bit of guidance mm -hmm. because they're professionals. They're, they're professionals that understand mental health. They studied psychology, the physiology of the brain, and have strategies to help you cope with maybe some things that you're dealing with True. so everybody should be open to it yeah. not everybody needs to talk to a therapist on a regular basis but it's it's an important resource that everybody should have access to and i think that therapy like emphasis on therapy not like a psychiatrist 
yeah, pushing yes, you medications because right, yeah. not everybody needs to be on medications and i think medications are literally pushed on people because obviously pharma, big pharma yes. yeah and um these kids are on medications from a young age and it's literally ruining their brain structure and chemistry as they're developing as a human i completely yep. fucking agree that's been normalized and it's kind of fucked up which is probably another reason of the rise of school shootings and other yeah. mental illnesses yeah but, whereas like in my in my situation like growing up People said that I was hyperactive. I wouldn't pay attention. I was defiant. So they put us both on prescription amphetamines. Yeah, Yeah. I was put on prescription amphetamines. And whereas what I I found out in high school, I really needed a hobby and a passion, which I didn't find anything to ground me. I didn't have a strong social circle at all. So I, I'm basically lost in life. I don't want to pay attention in school because I don't fucking care. I don't know where I'm going. And then I joined marching band. And it's just this amazing thing that literally captures my attention. Yeah. And it, outside of the activity, it made me buckle down and want to pursue things right. in life. But the problem is, they didn't give you a chance to find that. They just medicated you up like they did to me. No, they said, oh, it's completely normal that there's something wrong with your brain. And really? we, we need to medicate you. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I personally think I studied psychology and I think that medication... In some cases, it's a cop-out. And in a lot of times, it can be used... Okay, a lot of times, it's necessary. There's some situations where you can get by with uh, therapy and coping mechanisms to get you on the right track in tandem with medication and other situations where all you need is that guidance and the coping mechanisms to carry on with your life in a healthy way. And two really important things are strong social support and having something that gets you out of bed every day and also like i think it also like it takes advantage of young people especially Mm -hmm. because what people don't understand is that your brain is literally not done developing until you're 27 right and Mm -hmm. um i went through a lot of like traumatic circumstances growing up and um i had a couple bad therapists like i had a therapist that was just like oh you're not queer or oh um fuck how you validate yourself yeah or like yeah exactly or hey um maybe you should be on medication and stuff and blah blah but like what am i trying to say fuck i lost my train of thought sir but uh shit this podcast thing isn't for me (laughs) you're doing great bud what the fuck happened um fucking you guys talk i'll jump in on irrelevant all right so i agree with you with bad therapists bad professionals like my story through all that shit without getting graphic i had a bad psychiatrist like in catholic schools when you're in a very small social circle of the same people for 12 years and you're not in on that circle they will torture you to the point of becoming depressed and having hallucinations and suicidal thoughts at an age where you're too young to really know what a suicidal thought is Mm -hmm. but it scares the fuck out of you to the point where you tell your parents and they care about you so they're going to get you treatment and I feel like whether you're a good or bad psychiatrist, at least in my experience, my parents didn't know any better. They just wanted to help me. So we took the words of this medical doctor who's paid six-figure salaries to push drugs. So Mm -hmm. I spent probably four or five years on an antipsychotic that was illegalized by the FDA a couple years before I was done taking it. How old were you? Um, This was from like sixth to ninth grade. Sixth to ninth. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, so I'm on this drug that's illegal. 
uh, by the FDA because they found that it causes severe hormonal imbalance in a person because you're, you know, regardless of the drug you're taking, it's fucking with your brain chemistry, which, mm -hmm. you know, obviously is supposed to be stable and natural, but through mental disorders like depression and anxiety, it does become imbalanced and you can fight that with medication. But, you know, my parents who love me a lot, I love my parents, they just wanted to get me treatment. We didn't know any better. So how dare that psychiatrist keep profiting off of illicit psychi psychiatric drugs that are negatively affecting their patient? It really comes down to, as long as I'm getting paid, I don't care how I affect this person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it caused hormonal imbalance. I have gynecomastia now. I got big titties. Oh, bullshit. I got yeah, big I can't tell. titties. Fucking at least B cups. And it's just like, well, I can live with that. But the fact is that when you go to a psychiatrist whose job over a psychologist or a therapist is to push meds, they have prescribing power. That's why you move to that next step of doctor. Mm -hmm. You really got to be skeptical of why you're there and what they really can do for you. And psychology is a growing field too. Like it still is, we're still learning new things like every month. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and people, we're literally the guinea pig. They're literally just pushing drugs on kids. Mm -hmm. And just finding out what happens. Like, literally, um, I dated somebody with, like, severe, like, mental illness. And, like, they just throw drugs at you. Because they just need to see, like, how is this drug going to affect you? Okay, didn't work. Okay, let's try another drug. Like, it's literally right. what it is. That's, like, the yeah. normal experience. Yeah. And what I was going to say, uh, I found my train of thought. Um, you're constantly, your brain is developing at age from ages when you hit puberty to 27. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously beforehand. But, I mean, like, it's really, really shifting. And, like... Sometimes, like, depression, anxiety, that's kind of normal. Like, you're going to be depressed. Like, emotional like growing pains? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you're going through a hormonal, like, you're literally, your hormones, your whole body is changing. Like, you just need to give yourself time to kind of adjust, I feel like. And a lot of people get on these drugs. And, like, you just, like, like you said, Mike, um, just, like, you need to find a passion. You need to find a reason to keep going. Like, you're, you're literally mm -hmm. learning how to socialize with the world. And yeah, yeah. your body is changing and your chemicals are changing. Right. Like, and now you're on psychiatric drugs. Like, sometimes, like, it's okay to not feel pleasant sometimes. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that needs to be normalized. It's okay yeah. to be depressed. And, and especially when you're going through a shitty situation, like, um, all my beans are coming back together and then I'm going to shut up. But, like, <laughs> I had a traumatic upbringing. There was lots of shitty shit going on. My dad passed away when I was 12. My mom passed away when I was 18. Of course I'm going to be fucking depressed. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm should be, I should be depressed. It's part of, like, I should. It's okay to be depressed. It's like, if, sh if you're in a shitty situation in life. Yeah. Like, and lots of other things were going on, too. But, like, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you go now. Oh, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to, like, go off of that train of thought and be like, you know. Another beer? Uh, another beer? Hell yeah. Another <laughs> beer. Right back. Um, well, what was I saying? Uh, so basically, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go to a mental health professional and be like, hey, doc, I'm feeling kind of hopeless. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have depression. And you can describe all of the symptoms of depression. And you might have be having a depressive episode. But that doesn't mean that that is like a permanent chemical imbalance in your head. It could be physiological in your brain, neurological. But it could also be the outside world having an impact on what's going on in your head. Mm -hmm. And people get put into these long-term chronic uh, 
band-aids that they put on the problem when it's not necessary and in a lot of cases it is i'm not invalidating anybody's um the condition of their mental health Mm -hmm. but in my specific circumstances i think that the prescription of drugs to me in terms of antidepressants anti-anxiety um adhd medication it was a total overreach and all I, i like all i needed was maybe some guidance things to better prepare me for coping with life, mm-hmm. which I, I really, as a kid and growing up, I had no no coping strategies or any understanding of how to deal with life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the root of a lot of my problems. Absolutely. Like, a lot of people, like, they, um, and a lot of people who are depressed, um, you know, like, that thread on social media, tell me how you feel if you've seen this, but it's just kind of like, drink water. Get sunlight, eat healthy, exercise, cure of depression. Obviously, that's not going to cure an actual chemical imbalance in someone's brain. But I feel like you really should just try everything for an extended period of time before even thinking about getting on medication. Because I never wanted to get on medication. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like you just got to bite the bullet and just really try to fix everything else in your life first. Yeah, I, I also think that's important, but um, I think that there are definitely cases where someone's depression is so severe that, and it's actually one of the key symptoms, um, that you just feel unmotivated and you can't get out of bed. You can't do those things. Absolutely. I think that that's where you draw the line where it's like, okay, I need help. I need assistance with this. And there's actually a really, really good resource for understanding what depression is actually like mm-hmm. and it's actually a game it's it's very informative and enter- it's actually entertaining if you like to read it's called depression quest and i encourage any of our listeners or all two of you uh to check that out <laughs> if you have any interest in you know understanding somebody you know who might have depression if you have depression personally understanding coping mechanisms or Things like that because it also offers resources to reach out. Yeah. It offers, um, you know, real life skills to help you cope with your depression. Um, it's just a, a really cool game. It's kind of a text and multiple op- multiple choice type of thing where you pick your own adventure. Mm-hmm. Ooh, adventure, depression quest. Like it's not fun, but it's also fun to kind of explore that. Honestly, like, going back to, like, depressed mental state, like, it, it does actually sound kind of fun because you want to find out, like, how can I fix this, but also dwell in your sh- your sorrows a little bit, which is, you, you kind of do like to dwell in your sh- sorrows yeah, it's natural, you're depressed. Though. Absolutely. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. So I feel like that actually is a pretty good resource. Depression is tough. Like, it really, it's not really, it's literally not just being sad, like... No. I, I remember my whole body aching. I would wake up in yeah. the morning, I'm in pain. I don't want to move. Like I didn't have the energy to get up, shower, like legit in college. And like I never told people this before. I told one person this before. Maybe I probably shouldn't see this live. I don't know. But um I'll, okay, one point I won't I'll leave out. But I literally ate raw ramen packs. Oh, dude, I did that for fun. It's delicious. Oh, okay, shit. No, but, like, I did that because, like, I didn't want to go out to the suite and microwave my my ramen. So I literally just stay in my room and eat raw ramen. Yeah, you don't have energy. You don't sleep well. 
you just don't talk to people. You don't like sunlight. I mean, I, th- I feel like all three of us, we've been there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where I'm fucked in the head because now at the state I'm in in life, I'm like, you don't have time to be pressed. You know, this is this is man's country. Just <laughs> shove it down. That's my biggest flaw. Like, if I'm feeling any way off in my head, I will just bury it down and then let it haunt me like six months later. And so how do you, I guess through society, through your social groups, instill a widely recognized what's what I'm looking for you know stigma that it's okay for the average man to be depressed it's not you shutting down on being a man it's not you being a pussy for you know having emotions and 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 thoughts in your head that are hurting you human decency and compassion mm-hmm. fair but like how how do you how do you give that to people how do you communicate especially a man because he didn't want your compassion he just yeah. wants to suffer alone he just wants to go to work and then come home fuck his wife eat his dinner and go to bed drink a yeah. lot yeah, that's what I do <laughs> <laughs> how how do you how do you reach out if you're concerned about somebody how do you reach out to help them just spend time with them yeah yeah I mean if it gets severe enough I really think that there's nobility in like sitting down with your friend whether or not they'll be offended by it or aware of it just be like i've noticed differences in you and we need to talk because i care about you that's a good friend yeah yeah absolutely i'm gonna cry yeah we need to change the fucking subject dude this is heartfelt we went from eating ass to like being really depressed (laughs) which is still a valid conversation i feel like all of us even even our two listeners i feel like we're all a little closer now yeah i love absolutely i love this i'm a little sad but i'm also i'm feeling it all right I'll, i'll try to i'll try to hype it up bush or no bush Ooh. I like little hair. I don't like bald. Hair? I don't like bald. It has to yeah. be a little bit. What's wrong with bald? I mean, there's nothing wrong with bald, but it's too perfect. Like, right. But if you're, you know, in missionary, because <laughs> fuck it, you know, you don't want that friction. What? No, it makes me feel a little wild. A little yeah. more natural. A little more like close to humanity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're all animals. All humans are animals. I'm not furry, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's part of life. Like, you're a woman. You're a little hairy down there. Okay. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't want, like, a crazy bush, but, like, especially yeah. when I'm eating it, like, a little bit. Like, right. I like it. Yeah. You know, I, a little texture in your ramen, you know, a little texture in your uh, your faux, but you don't want, like, uh, you know, dumping a bag of pretzel sticks. Yeah, I've taken, <laughs> I've taken a roach out of my dry ramen and still cooked it and ate it. Oh. How'd it get in there? I don't know. It Wait, was top ramen. Kind of it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't like the real ramen. It was top ramen, like the like below actual ramen. You know the maruchukun, the yeah, maruchan, maruchan. That's the that's the ramen you should be buying. But it was underneath that. And couple noodles is like, uh, oh my god, I'm privileged. I'm so broke, broke college kid. Couple noodles, like that's just like two dollars <laughs> a bo- a fucking bowl. Yeah, just throw some hot sauce in there. It's good to go. Though. Nah, nah, buy that maruchan. Maruquan. You got to say it like the people who gave us COVID. Maruquan. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I I like marijuana. Okay, but so uh, we fucking... I, I, my, my take on Bush is, like, I really don't care. If you've got, like, a full-on fro down there, if I'm not eating out... I like I I don't really like so you don't want to it's not my preference but I'm not gonna be mad at you you don't want to go eat some out. bitches pussy out and go down there and it's fucking Beyonce's afro from gold member yeah I'm not <laughs> I'm not going there I'm not going there like a little bit like that's fine like I I don't have a preference unless it's like out of hand yeah and then the only thing is I'm just not going down do you do you, do we assume tickles. that girls have the same expectations for us that we should be manscaped you know, as men, what what do you think that we assume that they want? Trim it and get the hair off the shaft. 
No hair on the shaft, dude. No hair on the shaft. If you're if you're goblin on my knob, I don't you know I don't need you to stop. So I'm gonna get, eliminate every variable to prevent you from being like, yeah, I'm gonna keep sucking. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody has any opinions on that, like, please share. Spinach? Do you have any opinions? Yeah, come on. You're a very sage person. I'm actually enthusiastic yeah, to hear what you have to say. I'm like, you're bi, so like, we we really I don't have. I keep my shit that. pretty trimmed. Right. Yeah. But I don't shave it bald. Oh, see, I yeah. do. With a Gillette safety razor, which just leaves burns and cuts. But if a girl shaved for me, I would never ask her to. Yeah. It's whatever she wants to do. To what extent? If it's crazy, I've never experienced that. Like, like yeah. no shaving at all, then I might talk to her. But, like, honestly, I used to... I've Like, when you have a long-term girlfriend, if she's, like, really comfortable with you, at least in my experience, she'll stop shaving it. Yeah, so what? You go down there to eat some sweet puss and it's Alanis Morissette's head? <laughs> it's, it's never been out of control, though. I've never, like, it's okay. never been, like, crazy, crazy. That's fair. Mm. Yeah. So maybe she's trimming? Yeah. yeah nothing yeah. wrong with a good trim. I mean, I try to say manscape because I, like, I work blue collar. It's very physical. It's a lot of sweat. And I feel like no matter what you're doing, like, you want, I, I feel like you want the least hair down there possible because it's just, it's a jungle of sweat, you know? You ever got a pube stuck in your, your zipper or oh, your underwear? Oh, Jesus, dude, That's yes. painful. Oh, it sucks. No. That's never happened to me. Damn. <laughs> that means you're keeping it up to date. <laughs> I don't. Ladies. <laughs> I don't Ladies. enough. But, uh, like, Big I'm also deal. not, like, there's nobody I'm trying to impress. Nobody's looking at it. When Damn. when somebody's looking at it, like I'll, I'll trim it up. Right, sure. yeah, clean make it, it look up. good. That fucking like ten, it. that Got fucking this for you. That ten minutes before you're about to fuck, they're on their way over, and you're just like, oh god, you look down, you haven't shaved in like a month, and you're like yeah. just scraping away with a razor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally been in that exact situation. She stays over the night, and the shower won't drain because it's all your pubes. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with spinach. I agree with you. It's a fine line, you know. Yeah. I feel like a little bit of hair gives it character, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, do you want to look at Mr. Clean or do you want to look at Billy John Mays? L Billy Mays. <laughs> yeah. Like you want like no hair and it's uncomfortable because he looks like a rapist who's showing you how to scrub your house with his magic eraser. <laughs> she or... just pulls off her pants and is like, "Hey, Billy Mays here with a new exciting invention, <laughs> new fantastic product." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Now I'm thinking about TV commercial people. My favorite one is the MyPillow guy, if you've ever seen that. I don't know him very vividly, but I've seen him before. Okay, so, so he is a recovered crack addict from Minnesota who found no. God and was like, I'm going to make a pillow company. Now he's a fucking millionaire. Like, crack addict. That is so loud. Yeah, dude. He was legitimately like a hardcore crack addict who found God and started a pillow company. Now he's a millionaire. But Good he, for him. Yeah, honestly, that's great. I really sympathize with your reconciliation. But that makes me think, like, do I need to do hard drugs to be successful? Like, do I have to hit rock bottom to become an entrepreneur? Well, I've heard that if you do heroin, you'll do anything to get money. So yeah. it might make you a little more savvy. Yeah, like sucking have, dick. I'm have, good. like, a severe heroin addiction. You'll learn how to get money fast. No, see, I feel like crack makes you excitable. So you're going to come up with all kinds of stupid ideas like, I'm going to make a pillow. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> here with my pillow. <laughs> have you guys ever used the my pillow? I, have. I haven't. Uh, Maddie has one. How is really? it? It's very comfortable. I want to oh. see it. And, you know, he only advertised on right-wing sites because that's who he aligns with and donates politically. But, oh. dude, his pillows are fucking phenomenal. Okay. He's yeah. also invented other products like Bleed Stuff. Ever heard of Bleed Stuff? 
What? So I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to steal a bit. I heard this on Compound Media, the, uh, the Anthony Cumia show, talking about Bleed Stop. It's he, basically, is this a real product yes. or is this something they yes. made up? Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into it because I don't want to sound like I'm stealing a bit. It was one of the funniest things I've seen on Compound Media. But yeah, no, he invented a product to help people stop bleeding. Like you plug like a minor cut, and they, it actually causes bleeding to stop. Hmm. And it's just the commercial, though. That's why I want to talk about the commercial. It's just like white people just like cutting themselves with kitchen knives and then oh like God. pouring powder on it. <laughs> but it's like that's so out of this world. Like, why can't I come up with like a, a million dollar idea? I feel like that's that's the flaw to the American dream. Like in this free market, in this world of freedom, you too can become anything you want while 95 percent of us just live our lives grinding and then die. You know, oof. Yeah. 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 Why? Why would you buy Bleed Stop? I'm not bashing Bleed, Bleed Stop because I would love to get sponsored by them. <laughs> but why? Like, what makes them different than the Band-Aid? Like, you need the... What is your um, product doing for me that's different? So, if you do some research, um, the Pentagon actually picked it up. They do use it in combat. Wow. Yes. Um, they be, bought an idea from a crackhead. Instead of just putting a wow. Band-Aid on it to cover it and just have a pad to soak up what's being excreted from the wound, That's it goes cool. into the wound and it, like it packs it and it soaks it up and it prevents it from bleeding more. It does work. It's pretty fascinating. Love hmm. it. But Love that. what makes a fucking recovered crack addict who makes pillows think, oh, I'm going to make a product for people who cut themselves minorly to stop their bleeding. Is well, it like the same material that they use to make dinosaurs grow when you put them in water? That... <laughs> <laughs> the oh the fucking spongy dinosaurs. Oh yeah, you put the little that capsule. That makes sense. That does yeah. make sense. I uh, I'll, honestly, one, one no thing, shame. I'll hit him up on Twitter and ask that. Can I like piggyback a little like interjection here? Yeah. I think that just because he did crack, that doesn't define him. Like maybe he did have a crack problem. Like, I think it I, defines him in a positive way. Like it was the ultimate rejuvenation of of yourself. Well, I feel yeah. Like everybody but, has their struggle. You know? Yeah, exactly. But like, there's more to his story. I'm sure. Like he didn't. He didn't just, like, do nothing, and he woke up, and he was like, I'm going to do crack and then invent products. Yeah, I'm sure that he had an interest happened. in it before. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was already on a bad scene, but then one day he woke up. He's like, I'm going to find God. He quit crack smoking, and then he started a million-dollar business that only employs U.S. citizens. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. So I guess where I want to go with this tangent is, like, have any time ever in your life, whether it's valid or not, come up with a million-dollar idea that you were so convinced about? Big deal, Mike. You're on the spot. No. No? Okay. No. Spinach? I have one, but I really can't tell you guys because I feel like it's actually going to be a good idea. Okay, then hold you know, on like, that's how That's how confident I am about it, go. but I'm not going to implement it, but I, sh I really should. Well, well like, whisper, I'll tell whisper, you off mic. Whisper in my, whisper in my ear real quick. Okay. Yeah, the mics aren't responding. You're good. Well, while he's uh, spilling his million-dollar deal, um, this has been a great episode. I think we're starting to learn very quickly that having guests is really beneficial to the conversation, considering that if you've been listening, it's usually just been big deal Mike and I bickering on different ends of the spectrum. So yeah. I, think, I think guests add a lot of color. Um, hold on to that million-dollar <laughs> No pun. <laughs> <laughs> you want to work for us? We get a tax credit. <laughs> 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 NAACP stamp. <laughs> right. Let's get Al Sharpton on here. <laughs> Shit. 
Okay, well, hold on to the million dollar idea. But if you want to make it it's happen, it's actually pretty good. It's, it's okay. a good idea. So now you need to go to step two, which is you need to become a crack addict and then find Jesus as step three. Well, I I heard you met some guy in the parking lot. He, he, Smoking crack? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't meet him. I was just on the balcony and I smelled it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I what? No, I'm not walking up Did there. Did you get a second hand? Uh, no, unfortunately. Oh. That's I kind of want to know what crack feels uh, like. Yeah, honestly, that's one of the substances that I've abused in my vast array of substances really? that I've never done. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, You've uh, never done it. I, I wish. But... I have a controversial conversation that's relatable to that. Go oh, for it. Yeah. Full send. Have you ever done coke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you've done crack. Really? I think coke and crack are the same thing, and science and facts but. Um, both back it, but society just refuses to act like crack and coke are not the same thing. Okay, I don't so, think I did very good coke because it was very underwhelming. Well, I'd rather yeah. do the fucking Adderall medication that I was prescribed for years. Yeah, you pop it open, there's just balls of amphetamine. So, yeah. I mean, I did a lot of coke in my year of college, um, as well as my year off of college, trying to pretend I was still in college because it was too much fun. Um, it sucked. And when you do a lot of coke, and you know what, this was a long time ago, so if any, you know, my employer or anybody wants to demonize me for it, I'm just speaking honestly right now, I'll piss in a cup, I don't do coke, alright? Yeah. I, it's it's really a geographical thing. When you're buying coke from a dealer in Ohio, it's not good coke. It's been cut, yeah. it probably has veterinary anesthetic and drywall dust in it. Yeah, honestly, like, it was it was so bad yeah. that there are times when, I, th I think I said it on the podcast, like, I've never done coke. I forget that I've done coke because <laughs> it just didn't, it doesn't feel like a real experience I had. Yeah. It did nothing. So, my experience with coke was it was always like an hour of bliss and then six hours of hell unless you get more. You know, mm. so if you're if you're at the University of Dayton and you just did four lines, and then you text the drug dealer, I need more because I'm on the come down, and he doesn't come to you, yeah, you want to kill yourself. It's miserable. Jesus, it's terrible. And it, it, the scary thing about coke, though, is that even in Ohio, no matter how bad the quality is, cocaine as a substance is still so addictive, even at a one percent purity, mm -hmm. you're always going to want more because that's how it works in your head. Mm -hmm. that's why that come down sucks because your body's already like i want more and then you foster a habit you know for people who can have access to it and it's probably like regularly cut with fentanyl that's why i don't do drugs anymore mm -hmm. i don't buy weed off the street i don't buy coke i don't do anything because it's just you can't trust what you're getting Shit's scary yeah where are you gonna say Spencer? um i have two questions Go well for it. one's a comment i think okay but um the question is so what does coke feel like is it like coffee it's like coffee times a billion Basically, you get equally spun up, I'd say, to Adderall. Like, you get energetic. You get, like, very tunnel vision. You get focused. You know, so if there's something on your mind, that's all you want to talk about. You get very excitable. Um, you get physical effects for, like, you know, muscle tension. It's it's like it's like you're mainlining adrenaline. Mm. Um, but, oh, also, dude, on Coke, Michael, maybe you can attest since we both have done it, which we've admitted. Mm -hmm. The erections on Coke are like Stonehenge rock solid. I can't attest to that. Okay, dude, if you are fucking on Coke, A, you're not going to come, and B, you're going to have a boner for at least eight hours. It's basically a Viagra that also makes you feel good. That's interesting because I I thought uppers generally make you a little softy. Uh, have you ever, dude, have you ever fucked on amphetamines? When I was prescribed Vivance and you're boning, like, you're not going to come, but, like, you are rock solid. I always just assumed that my dick was Hercules. <laughs> I just powered through it. <laughs> <laughs> just power through because like uh, like yeah it'll get hard as fuck and like it's great but like before it gets hard it's like fucking 
Yeah. Smaller than normal, like fucking tic tac status. I feel like though, when you're fucking on any upper though, like you're rock solid, you have the energy to just absolutely plow this broad and hope that she lives through it. But you're not enjoying any of it because all the blood and sensory is going to your head, you know, <laughs> like your brain. And there have been studies done when you're having sex on amphetamines or cocaine. You're going to be rock solid because biologically the body's directing blood there, but the rest of the majority of the blood goes to your head because you're so wired out. So you're not really enjoying sex on on uppers. I I can't I can't attest to that either. That's that, uh, that's not my experience. <laughs> you need you need to get your coke from uh the cartel? <laughs> Dude, I'm so sorry. What's your name, man? Ranger Rick. Ranger Rick, you gonna get your your fucking cock coke from the Ranger? Dude, I don't do coke because fentanyl <laughs> and because drug test. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, he doesn't do coke. <laughs> he really doesn't. He really yeah, doesn't. Like if he, I was it, hopelessly unemployed and I had unlimited money, I'd be doing coke every day. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Well, at least until my sinuses devolve and then I need surgery because I can't breathe. But mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I I can personally attest. Like I hang out with Rick. Every single day. Yeah. He doesn't do a single drug except no. drink alcohol. Yeah, I drink a lot. It's so lame. Yeah, I, I, I use alcohol as a painkiller, though. Because after having an opioid dependence in college, hmm. uh, I don't fuck with that anymore. So Fair. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, I guess we're in a drug talk now, so let's just embrace it. Um, opioids are fucking great. It's a phenomenal feeling. But you can't poop for two weeks. Instant constipation. I imagine it's great since it's kind of like an epidemic. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. there's got to be something it like to it. It ruins people's lives. Yeah. I imagine it's great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, have you ever tried kratom? I have not. We were talking about that today. Um, <laughs> kratom. My mom gave me some one time. You want to tell that story? It's a good story. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, I'm having trouble sleeping. I kind of have a headache. You know, my mom was like. Oh, I have something that'll make you feel a lot better. Like, oh, it'll be fine. It's like an herbal supplement. And she hands it to me and I take it. Like, the next day I'm like, that stuff worked really well. What was it? She was like, oh, it was just pure red leaf kratom. I was like, you mean like the opioid? Yeah, you're... Well, She's well, like, it's not an opioid. And I was like, okay. It's a family to the opioid. Mm-hmm. It's in the same family. It's like an opioidoid. <laughs> Your mom's so hip. She is. She's very interesting. We should have her on sometime, dude. I would love to have her on. That would be great. That would be like a four-hour episode. She she can talk forever, and it's it's awesome. <laughs> she's great. Kratom is interesting though because it's not really it's not it's not in a uh, federal U.S. drug classification, so it's not illegal. But we don't know a lot about it because it hasn't been prevalent in our country. Mm-hmm. In other regions of the world, kratom is called kat or k h a t, which they chew on, and like you said, it's it's subjunct to the opioid family, but it's not an opioid. It's it's like a combination of mild opioids and nicotine. It's kind of like the effects and 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 how it works. But now that it's being peddled to U.S. markets, it's a big thing. But I feel like a lot of people take it not knowing what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can just walk into a head shop and they've got a whole wall of kratom mm-hmm. or a kratom. I've never met like a real life kratom user. Yeah, I've, exactly. I've just always seen it. And mm-hmm. it's getting more prevalent, but I'm like, who is doing kratom? So if you do kratom, please leave a comment. Like, yeah, we're not yeah. gonna judge you. I just literally want to know, yeah. like, almost like like who's going to Long John Silver's. Like, I want to know who is <laughs> going to buy kratom tonight. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, tell it's, us, tell it's, us what it's like. It's, it's not new. lethal. 
it's not lethal it's new we don't know a lot about it but like there are like you say people who use it regularly and it hasn't been marketed enough for the masses to know kind of the effects it has i feel like kratom though is the same path as cbd like it was introduced and it's slowly gaining a rep like a like a reputation because people are getting on board as it becomes more common and testified you know mm-hmm. like when cbd first came out People who don't smoke weed were like, oh, it's basically just weed. It's bad for you. And now it's a huge fucking market because the science proves that it's not. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, people people in, like, I think it's Southeast Asia, they, like, a certain country, they're, like, farmers who go out and chew Kratom before they do their work. And they're like, yeah, it makes the workday bearable. Dude, in that case, I'll take a kilo because I need the workday to be bearable. Yeah, dude, you're a fucking (laughs) welder. I've... I, I've heard that it's very good for physical labor yeah, which is and all it is. just persevering through it, even working out. Yeah. The, yeah. These are all like secondhand yeah, testimonies. It's like a gym supplement, but yeah. Like some people smoke weed before they work out. Some people do pre-workout, drink some muscle milk. Damn, I'll just chew some Kratom. Yeah. Do a little opiate before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but know. the downside to Kratom is that because it's subjunct to the opiate family of plants, if you do a lot of Kratom, you can come up positive for opiates on a drug test. Ooh, and that's bad. Yeah. That's not good. People oh, yeah, that wouldn't be opioids? good for you. Opioids? Oh, yeah. Like, the, just they just test your blood for opioids. Mm-hmm. Just how, like, oh, yeah. poppy seeds. If you eat, like, an everything bagel, like, you'll yeah, read, you like, positive. very, very slight amounts. It's not, like, just heroin or no. anything. It's, Oxycontin. like, literally just, like, opioids. Yeah. Uh, is it yeah. all the same chemical? Um, It all derives from the same chemical, so that when it's broken down in your body and it leaves substrates, which are what causes the positive in the test, mm. it's called a half-life. They're like deriver- derivatives of opium yeah. from the poppy flower. Right. Okay, so, so it's all opium at basically, the end of the day. Basically, yeah. Um, they, they're either derived, yeah. so they're like either derived from like, it almost or like how, similar. Almost like how like Adderall and like meth, <coughs> like <coughs> they're both amphetamines. Oh, yeah. Like kind yeah. of like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and that's the other scary thing about when we're talking about taking stimulants for, quote, ADD and, and medicating people, is that when you are on Adderall or Vyvanse or, you know, Stratera or whatever, you are being microdosed with meth because mm-hmm. pretty much amphetamine and methamphetamine are the same chemical. One just has a methyl chemical chain attached. So you're microdosing with meth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's another drug I've never done. Well, okay, I accidentally did meth. Oh, do tell. So music festival, obviously you're going to be rolling on Molly. It's what we do. This was a long time ago, too, so test me, I dare you. Um, but you never know what you're really getting, mm-hmm. and that was a really harsh dose of Molly. And it comes to find the next day, he's just like, yeah, I, I threw some meth in there to make you enjoy the <gasps> festival better. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding? You know, me being a middle-class white person, like, are my teeth going to fall out? Oh, my God. But, yeah, so technically I can check the box for meth. <laughs> hmm. Oh, my God. But, right. like, wait, so he's the one that created the pill. Uh, yeah, he's the one that mixed it and put it in capsules. Yeah, so he. I mean, that's fucking crazy. But also, like, at least he told you. Yeah, well, we went back the next day. Like, um, I'm so dehydrated, I'm about to be hospitalized, and I had an urge to pick my skin. So, you want to explain whether this was bad or not? So, dude, I can get there's ahead a lot of meth in there. Yeah, no, it was probably more meth than MDMA. But either way, that's why you know you shouldn't buy drugs from anywhere other than a dispensary. Exactly. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, like, I have a conspiracy theory. Go for it. We love those here. I feel Absolutely. like I might trust my local drug dealer more than the dispensary. Really? Only because weed is getting legalized. I feel like big government, big pharma is probably going to put nicotine in the weed so you're yeah. addicted to it. 
That's my that's been my conspiracy theory ever since we got legalized. But hopefully they don't. But I just don't trust people so much that I feel like they're gonna slip some fucking nicotine in there no, just dude, so you get addicted. What, that's why we make spleef. No, dude, that's a fair assumption. Spleef, spleef, spleef is like a blunt, except you reintroduce the tobacco. Oh, that's a spliff, bro. That's a spliff. Why? Why do you say spleef? spleef? Did somebody lie to me? They More did. Can I yeah. smoke spliffs all the time? Because I have a nicotine addiction. Dude, same. Oh my god, it's awful. Spliffs Jeremiah. Good, Jeremiah. If you ever listen to this, I'm mad at you for telling me that that's a spleef. I mean, it's like a meme way of saying it, so... How dare you misinform me like that? I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, it's very meme I've just... I've been misinformed this whole time. If I walk up to a group of brother mans and say, can I smoke that spleef? I'm gonna get my ass beat. I'm <laughs> not gonna give you shit. <laughs> One time that actually you're like, happened. You're a cop. You're a fucking cop. Right, yeah. One time I literally walked up to a guy and I was like, hey, can I hit your black and mild? He was like, haha, sure. And I hit it, and I'm like, this isn't a black and mild, is it? And they were like, nope. <laughs> Shut up, you stoner. You was it a blunt? It was. No, I, I literally didn't. It was like an acquaintance from high school. Uh, and I'm like walking past the cemetery, getting to my house. And fucking this guy walks by, and I'm like, hey, it's fucking that guy. I walk it's over. It's that guy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not naming any names. I already okay. called out Jeremiah. Yeah. You know who you are. Um, How dare you make Michael look like a weed virgin? Yeah, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like secondhand embarrassed from my past self. But like, I, I just walk up to this guy and I'm like, "Hey, can I hit your black and mild?" And he's, he's just, he just handed it to me. I thought it was a black and mild because it still had the wood tip on it. It's like, it's called a filter. No, it had a real wood tip. Oh, N- no, it, it like, the wood tip doesn't have a filter on it. It's just a mouthpiece. Oh, on black and milds, yeah. Huh, that's I didn't really that. impressive. Yeah, I really he gave you idea. a high quality ass yeah. blunt. I've never smoked a blunt with that a guy. Oh, yeah, spent it was a, a lot of time making that perfect. Yeah. Shit was a pearl. Yeah, that's a good friend. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, a title. More, more of an acquaintance. <laughs> really nice guy. <laughs> I mean, he shared. He was like, "This isn't even what you think it is. It's a lot better." But like, here you go. Okay, yeah. without without a, without a story or without conviction over the mic, we're gonna go on the line here. Craziest drug you've ever fucking done. Big deal, Mike. You first. Give me a second, because I, I got to, like, cycle through all of them. <laughs> oh, your drug abuse? Okay. Because same. Spin? <laughs> I would say acid, but mostly because yeah. of the ramifications. Got- oh, Ooh, yeah, ramifications. ramifications. I had a Ooh. huge freak out. Oh, uh, ramifications. Was it, like, a bad trip or just, like, a panic mode? Both. Shit. Damn. Let's just say it ended with me in a stretcher. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. All right. I can't say it all. That's fine. Honestly, yeah, we, we already said enough. Oh fuck! But I already said it on the mic. Now people are like, "Oh my god!" No, dude, we all look. We all do shit. We're humans. Yeah, yeah. We it, I freaked out. Main point. Not for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I'd actually, I'd actually have to agree with you. Acid is probably my crazy experience, craziest experience on drugs, um, just because of how absolutely foreign it is to feel that way. Yeah. It's it feels transcendent, but at the same time. One one wrong stimulus, one one little thing can throw you off the edge. Oh yeah, to do a exactly. Bad yeah, it's scary, and I've had some bad experiences. Yeah. But I ten out of ten, I would do it again. A lot just of because it. you you look at life a little bit differently mm-hmm. when you're on it, and that kind of bleeds into your mindset afterwards. It kind of makes you. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. There's no way to put words into psychedelics. I mean, I really think a lot of, too, what you have to be cautious of going into dark psych- psychedelics like mm-hmm. acid mm-hmm. or peyote or mescaline is your emotional state and current yeah. things on your mind. Oh, absolutely. You have to be in a good frame of mind. If you're like, 
oh, fuck it, I'm having a, a bad day and I'm just going to do drugs to unwind. Acid isn't the no, right it's, one. It's it is gonna, not the right jump one. Out a window, yeah. Yeah. You will literally freak out. Yeah. Have you guys ever done shrooms? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, because oh, I've yeah. heard, I heard the comparison that they said acid is kind of like you're in an airplane and you're a pilot, but in shrooms you have no control. Like I, you are just a passenger on the plane. Yeah, but I had a every out of three times in college that I did shrooms, I had a way better experience than mm-hmm. I ever had on acid. No, that's what I'm saying though. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like you said, um, what the fuck did you say? Fuck. Um, I feel like acid is more dangerous than shrooms because it's twelve hours. Like, how can you control all your stimulants? Twelve hours. That's better than my last trip. How how long was yours? Okay, so there's a little bit of complexity behind it. So my last trip was six years ago. In my freshman dorm, we were already on Vivance, we'd smoked, and we were drunk. Mm. And we took what we thought was, quote, acid, and it was actually 25i, if you know what that is, N-B-O-M-E, which mm, is a synthesized, yeah, so it's a synthesized lab acid that also has chemical constructs similar to methamphetamines. And mm. we tripped for about 26 hours. Jesus. I didn't have a bad trip, but you just break <coughs> down when you're like, I'm not, you know, I'm not freaking out, but this is exhausting. Ooh, and I think that a lot of people don't know... There's a hangover after. Well, it depends. A lot of times you get an afterglow, which is a positive vibe. Mm-hmm. Or, yes, you get the acid hangover. And yeah. we, through the 25i, which, you know, we were lied to by the dealer, we had a, you know, it was a lack of legitimately one molecule of Seroquel in our brain for like a week. I didn't leave my dorm for a fucking week. I mean, it was such a bad thing. You mean serotonin? Serotonin, not Seroquel. I take that for sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, serotonin. No, but I think if I have to like boil down the, the harshest or most extreme drugs I've ever done, is mm-hmm. probably a tie in different ways between DMT and horse Whoa. tranquilizer. You did DMT? Yeah. Please please tell us about that because that no. that's probably like the one thing that has always captured my imagination. I've wanted to try, but I have no idea where to go to get it. Um, and horse tranquilizer. Darknet. So the horse tranquilizer oh. sucked. It's basically like a, just a huge dose of ketamine. No, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was yeah. ketamine. Yeah, it's ketamine. Yeah. So like, tell us about both. Well, yeah. you, you know, you either inject it or you smoke it well i'm a middle class white male so i'm going to smoke it i'm not injecting shit and you instantly just explore the universe through the the dick hole of uh neil degrasse tyson i mean you just fall into this k-hole but you become paralyzed you know you lose all all feelings of consciousness all feelings of self-identity and you're kind of just dragged along through the outer experts of the universe by a satellite like it was the voyager probe leaving the solar system and i was tied by my leg to the back of the voyager probe wait so is it is it a hallucinogen um it is in some ways i wouldn't call it a hallucinogen it's more of like you detach from your physical body yeah it's uh what's the fucking word let me look it up on 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 google because it perfectly describes it um it's a it's disassociative perfect yes interesting it's a disassociative anesthetic does it do you think it has um i i know a lot of people talk about ego death when they talk about dmt mm-hmm. yeah do, did you experience that um or are you still in your own mind but it's just Look up More ego death, too, by the way. Yeah, let me look up ego death. No, when I did DMT, <coughs> um, I had ayahuasca, which is the tea where you take the oh root God. and you boil it down. Um, did you, like, shit yourself? So, I didn't shit myself, but uh, it's like drinking cat piss. And I've never drank cat piss, but I know that I could <coughs> if I've had DMT or ayahuasca. 
and you, some people shit themselves, but for the first probably hour, no, you're vomiting your guts up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you don't have anything left to throw up, and you're still producing vomit. It was horrible. But after you get past that, you just fall over, you become paralyzed, and you spend about an hour or two in the depths of things I can't describe in words. Well, sounds like a good way to stay in shape. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a bulimic's fucking wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I want Bulimia to. is a very serious uh, eating disorder. Well, then do DMT. If you're, if you're experiencing that, uh, seek help. Dude, honestly, though, they say that mind-altering drugs are like... They're starting to see like how it can benefit people with depression and other mental yeah. illnesses. Yeah, yeah If you have bulimia, mm-hmm. imagine having an ego death and throwing up. Like you're throwing up, you're like, okay, this is a negative behavior. Like I'm, obviously, I'm just shit talking, but I'm not trying to disrespect. Like literally throwing up, and then you have an ego death fucking transformation, yeah. and then like you realize, hey, that would be kind of full circle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when I did DMT, the whole point of it is like, it sucks for the better. No matter who you are, the point of doing DMT is that you are going to face the absolute worst demons imaginable. But if you stay strong through it, and I had a shaman, so it was okay. When you get through it, the last half of it is you triumphing. So the first half is just like every demon, every anxiety, everything in my brain that I regret, my embarrassments, literally forms itself into a 50-headed hydra that's about to end me. You know, and because mm. you are so paralyzed physically and mentally through your brain chemicals, like you just have to sit there and take it. Mm-hmm. Like you just accept that I'm going to get the shit fucked out of me. And then something in that trip through the shaman helping you, you know, realize that you are the master of your insides. You know, like it, you're not just laying here paralyzed, sweating your balls off, fighting shit in your head to the point where you could go mad. It's like, no, you are the master of what's contained inside you. And then you slay that Hydra and you become triumphant. That's that's really interesting that you said that because that's actually something that I really, really love about psychedelics. Acid in particular, I don't have any experiences with DMT, but uh, I remember I had a specific experience it was on my 23rd birthday. I decided to take two or three gel tabs, Fuck. which was fucking intense. Uh, that's fucking stupid. Oh, uh, it was continue. so intense. But for some reason, I decided to take a walk. And I just kept walking and kept walking and walking and walking yeah. until I eventually got to campus. Oh, uh, shit. BGSU during quarantine. So, like, there's literally nobody there, completely empty. And I felt like I. Uh, something that I, the thing that I like about psychedelics is that it stirs up memories and thoughts that are present, but you don't actively think about and allows you to confront them head on because they come to the forefront of your mind. Yeah. And yeah. when I went onto that campus, when I stepped on, I, I remember I went to the first resident hall, residence hall that I ever lived in. Parchment? For college? No, uh, Kreischer. You lived in Kreischer, okay. Yeah, I lived in Kreischer. Still there. Uh, and I, I guess not everybody listening is going to understand like exactly what that is. Uh, but if you go to BG, you know Kreischer. Kreischer oh, yeah. Kreischer Quadrangle. Uh, that's where I spent my first year at BGSU. And I remember I just sat in front of the building I just I started bawling because I was like I like this is the end of this chapter of my life and when I was done with it I was like that's okay I'm moving forward and yeah. <coughs> that's that's an experience that I never would have had without that 
I would have never thought about it. I wouldn't have ever said goodbye to that chapter of my life if that hadn't come to the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to do DMT? Oh, for sure. Okay, because I sure. still have contacts from where I did it. Uh, I have some friends who are friends of people on reservations in northern Arizona. Oh, well, uh, hey, everybody. Tune in next time for uh, Rick and Mike trip balls on nope. DMT. Nope, I don't do psychedelics <laughs> anymore. I, ha I know that I have too many anxieties where that if I try to face it, uh, it will ruin me. So I think, you know, and as I've told you and Maddie before, like, yeah, I definitely had a huge drug problem senior year in freshman year of college. So senior year of high school, freshman year of college. And I think now I'm good. I don't need to do anything anymore. But... It doesn't prevent me from talking about the potential effects and benefits from my personal experiences and stories. Mm -hmm. So I'll leave it at that. I mean, yeah. I've been clean for three years now, and I did that all on my own, and it was hell. Um, but, you know, I'm not also saying that just because I had a problem with it doesn't mean that it can't help other people. You know, there's big mm -hmm. talks now of using mushrooms to help PTSD veterans from the U.S. military who yeah. saw their best friend get his fucking torso blown off by an IED mm -hmm. instead of going to the VA and being put on lithium and turning into a robot. Yeah. Um, my friend's best friend, they're both roommates. Uh, they live in Georgia. They live in Atlanta. Um, his one friend suffered some serious traumatic bullshit over there in, in Bush's fucking resource war in Afghanistan in Fallujah, the Triangle of Death. And he went to the VA after he got out. And they put him on Lexapro and Seroquel and Respiradol. And Jesus. he got so depressed and so, you know, fucking pulled down by these medications. He's about mm -hmm. to kill himself. Yeah. And he switched to a medical marijuana prescription. Mm -hmm. And, like, maybe every couple months, some mushrooms. And it completely changed his life. Wow. Like, I went down there to wow. hang out with him. And I was chilling. We were all chilling. We all went to bed. And I wake up to pee. And I'm not, I won't name him. But... His friend, you know, the, the combat vet with severe PTSD, who I think his Humvee was blown up by an IED, is just staring out the window, like panting. I'm like, you know, bro, are you all right? And he turns to me and he has this look in his eyes. I've never seen it in other human's eyes other than in like slasher films. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. But through medicine, accepting the herbicological effects of drugs, psychiatrics, it literally changed his life. Because I feel if he was still on all the shit the VA put him on just to get him to you know, not be panicked and, and, and a mess, he would have killed himself a long time ago. Wow. And that's just one example. Yeah, I mean, it's it's being looked at for PTSD, for depression. Anxiety. Like, anxiety, all kinds of things. Even bipolar and, disorder now. And it really, it really makes you think, like, what, what have we been sitting on this whole time? Um, like, people have been stigmatized for using it, like, you're crazy hippies. And all drugs are drugs. Like, sure. they can either be used yeah. as tools. They're all tools. Every tool can be abused. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I have a personal belief that I feel like every drug should be legal. Yeah. Because if everything just unstigmatized, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do crack... You're going to do crack if it's legal or not legal. Yeah. But the difference is now you know what crack does to you and you have education about it. And it's not like, oh, man, crackheads or whatever. Like, no, like, you know, crack is a stimulant. Crack is cocaine. 
It's not worth the high. You're going to get addicted. It's cheap. Don't but that's do your it. personal choice. And if but you it's can't... your personal choice. If you want to do crack, you also shouldn't get arrested for it and Correct. in jail for life. Oh, my God. Michael, we but... have a libertarian bisexual black man in oh, our studio. fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But also, but also with, on the same coin of legalizing all drugs. I'm going to go pee. Another beer? You, um, something that I think. All right. Uh, something beer, that. I'm still working on oh, mine. All right. Uh, <laughs> But something that I think is really important oh, with, with that's me. <laughs> but when you legalize drugs, you are giving people the option to have their own agency in what they do to their body. Whereas if you're buying street drugs, you don't know what's in it. You can buy Coke and it'll be cut with fentanyl. You can buy heroin. It'll be cut with fucking fentanyl. Everything's cut with fentanyl. And I think we can all agree that fentanyl is scary. Mm -hmm. Scary stuff. A lot of people have died because, I don't know, they're trying to do heroin, which is obviously not a good decision. It's highly addictive. But you have these people who are willing to go through any means to get this drug, and they get poisoned. They get poisoned. And... You know, regardless of whether it's legal or not, people are still doing it, and they're dying needless deaths. The real problem is drugs are defined by whether or not somebody's the government's making money off of it or if your local guy is making money off of it. Which one? Fentanyl was literally constructed by the government, and now it's Whoa. being put in our cocaine and, and our heroin. <laughs> I mean, not my cocaine, not my heroin, but, you know, it's been... All drugs, I don't know. I don't know the origin of all drugs, but I literally just Googled it right now. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that is 80 to 100 times stronger than morphine. Pharmaceutical Jesus. fentanyl was developed for pain management, treatment of cancer patients, and applied in a patch on the skin. It was literally made by the government, and somehow oh. it got on the streets, and now it makes bad drugs even worse. Ooh, crack to electric boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking smoke that crack and smoke some alphabet, boys. No, I actually when I was when I was rocking a piss and grabbing another beer, I heard what you said and it really resonated with me about how the government profiting on drugs. Mm. And when you open that scope, nicotine is a drug, mm -hmm. and the only reason why half the goddamn country is addicted is because the government heavily fucking profits off of it, based on the fact that they're not putting it on a drug schedule to make it a crime because they make too much money. And the fact that it's going to be reliably used because it's such a trap. Like, I've been smoking since I was fucking 13, whether it's smoking or vaping, but I have not had nicotine not in my system for more than a week in, I don't know, eight, nine years. Yeah, same. I quit I quit for a long time, about a year and a half, two years. Uh, actually, a couple times. I'm proud of but, you for that, because it's really hard to do. Oh, my God. it's It feels impossible, but it's just... I, I forget what my point was. I'm sitting here agreeing well, with you on this point, and I'm fucking vaping 45 milligrams of <laughs> nicotine. <laughs> Same here. I, I think I think part of why it's it shouldn't be illegal. You should have the option to decide that. Exactly. You should right. be educated on you know the effects of it, and I think we all know the effects of it. But I think that fucking that can awesome. be that can <laughs> that can be like transferred to any drug because people are going to do it regardless. Exactly. Every you can't. You can't defy human nature and the curiosity of what what can I do? What are the limits of my reality? And I feel like, again, like, 
libertarianism. Like, it's kind of yeah. like messing up your human rights. If you want to be a druggie, if you want to be a crack addict, that's you. There's obviously other problems in your life besides drugs if you're deciding to do crack. Exa- exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's yeah. Fair. Not a, Someone that's doing good in life is not going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to try heroin now. Like, no. Like, <laughs> there's, there's steps to that. Like... <laughs> 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 I have a great job. I make five figures a year. I have a wonderful wife and kids. I'm going to try heroin. If there's anybody <laughs> listening right now who has a great life, who just loves heroin, let us know yeah. in the comments. If you, honestly, if you even have just any crazy stories of your drug experiences that you want told, whether it's good or bad, fucking, we'll, we'll plug where to connect to us at the end, but... You know, keep that in mind. We want to hear and we want to we want to tell them because, you know, it's it's part of the human experience. I yeah. mean, rich people do do heroin too. There are lots of rich people who yeah. did do heroin, but I mean like I feel like making it illegal isn't making it any better for society. I mean, it's just like any law. Rich people can do it. If you have enough money, you can break any law. You yeah. can Trump literally said I could shoot someone in the face in the middle of Fifth okay. Avenue okay. and I'd still get elected president. No, he didn't. Yeah, he I did. I mean, he really he did. He said that, but he was oh, hold the fuck on. It's kind of true. It is true. All right, it's kind Michael, of true. But Michael, shut the fuck up, bitch. Right. I, I'm not saying he was anything saying about that Trump specifically. I'm not saying anything. I'm not using this as my podium to hate on Trump. I'm saying that rich people can get away with a lot of shit. And that's fine. I'm not eating Trump's ass. We've already been over how I eat ass. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But he was just being a sarcastic piece of shit. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but obviously he's never done that. That He never will do that. That is so spot on, though. He's aware that he can do whatever. Yeah, he literally said it. He to already everyone. knows. He can get away with people. I'm anti-Trump. He can get away with things that the average person can't. I just felt like I need to say that I'm anti-Trump because, like, yeah, I'm black, I'm libertarian, I'm bisexual. Blah, blah, blah. I'm still anti-Trump, okay, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still real. No, we're all anti-Trump but... here. Yeah, he's a he's a shit ideological if leader. Any regardless other president... of his success in policy, his unemployment rate, like, regardless of all of that, he is so divisive and he's toxic. For the culture of the country. Okay, but Hillary would have been the same. Biden would have been the same. Everyone now is the same thing. If, Which is why I'm saying the two-party system is broken, right. and we need to explore other options. Absolutely. I love how every episode we go right to that, because we all agree on it. Fuck it's, the two-party system. Yeah. I'm so happy I found allies in this movement. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Movement. Movement. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it a movement. Movement. Fuck, fuck the two-party system. No, seriously, though. Can we please? Stand up on your fucking soapbox. Tell your neighbors. Tell your friends. Fuck the two-party system because they suck. They shoveled us these stupid candidates that nobody wants to vote for. Look, you want a guy who's a rich, sexist, rich, rapist, rich, billionaire, rich guy, or you have a guy who is also a rapist, also racist when you look into his past, Mm -hmm. and has fucking dementia. They both kind of have. Oh, and also his best friends with corn pop. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, okay. Like, okay, so... I used to be, I used to watch politics and stuff. Like, I used to follow it and whatever, and like Obama's reign and whatever. <laughs> but like. Reign of terror. No, no. I, I think he was the best president in our lifetimes. And I feel like if you disagree, I don't know. We I could disagree. debate that. But like. Um, As a figurehead, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the he, figurehead definitely. I, obviously, he did some things president. that. Obviously, he did I mean kind of is it's a lot of it is being a figurehead figurehead yeah. means that you're the head of the monarchy you're tr- you're trotted around as an image okay no, no, no. figurehead doesn't I don't think they are so. trotted around like right, an image a fi- a, a they're figure- the figurehead of the they're, united they're states they're literally the figurehead of the united states they are who represents us to the rest of the world oh, yeah they're they're no like matter if you like it or not it doesn't matter if it's part of their job like that's literally what you are michael get me drunk so i don't go into obama's misdeeds <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no. I imagine. I imagine he killed many civilians with his drone strikes. And but like everyone, fact, every president, every president has blood on their hands. Every president makes mistakes, except Bill Clinton. Every. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but he played the saxophone. Yeah, he ate. He ate French fries like the rest of us. Wow, he's one of us. <laughs> uh, Who doesn't like blowjobs? Right, exactly. From your really, honestly, not attractive staffer, and then lie about it under oath. But anyway, <laughs> makes his his mildly attractive secretary that also has a shitty handbag line. Wait, Monica Lewinsky has a handbag. Line? Yeah, she became like a handbag designer after what? that. She she rode. What? She rode that thing. Are you fucking kidding me? Look, she rode that dick. Dude, let me look this up. That is. Yeah. I've never heard that in my life. Have yeah, dead ass. Dead ass. I don't want home. Monica Lewinsky handbags. It's a great song by G Easy. Monica, Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Fucking. Oh God. Hold on, I gotta add handbags. Yo, look at that jaw. You know she was getting it in. <laughs> <laughs> she was asking for it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. Uh, I was saying she gave quality. Holy she shit. gave quality head because she she's mostly head. Uh, the presidential treatment. Here we go. At the Daily Beast, Monica Lewinsky had a handbag line almost 20 years ago. I set out to find one. No shit. They're not cute either. No, they look really atrocious. They look like don't... fucking totes. <laughs> I feel like I should be going to Aldi's with that. Hold on. What, is what does it say? What does it say? Working through legal fees at the tune of $1.5 with the name the press mercilessly maligned for months, the amateur knitter had little to lose. She made them herself. Wow. Wow. Wow, I have a newfound respect right. for Monica Lewinsky. So, okay, she did make them herself. That's kind of right cool. on. If you're Good not, you. if you're not converted crack addict, my pillow guy, you're fucking raped by the president. And oh then you... my! <laughs> uh, uh. Insert cringe emoji. <laughs> how to get how to get up in the American dream? Either smoke crack and find God, or get fucked in the throat by the president. I, I mean, honestly. That's kind of like the American dream. <laughs> Opportunity through hell. I'll be an opportunist. She tried to release those handbags. She was like, "Shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something with this." <laughs> right. I have a platform. You're not gonna embarrass me in front of the country. Here's right. some handbags. Buy them. Why didn't the Clintons just murk her? You know. I don't know. Cause she's still alive. Hmm. Maybe the Clintons aren't that bad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus, Shut the dude. fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give me my Are you trying back. to cancel me? Gib, give vape. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Give vape right now. I need give vape. <laughs> Gib. All right, so we got a couple minutes left. Let's let's just talk about one more fucking thing. Okay. Are you a titties or an ass man? Ooh, I have opinions on this. I have opinions. I I. Let's I, all just be male heathens right now. <laughs> I self-identify as an ass man, but it's only because I think tit mans or boob guys they they get a bad a bad look. When what? you say when you say you're a, ba a boob guy, it's just you. It's like you're looking for the biggest honkinest set of boobs, and that is there's it's the same thing for ass guys. You're looking for the juiciest, thickest, most resonant ass. I mean, I am. Michael's always peeking peeking the ass out. I'd be peeping the asses out. Okay, wait. So do you are you a tit man or are you in the closet for being a tit man? Like you just yeah. don't want to come out as being a tit man. Yeah. You oh, did preface you sound very it with defensive right you now. You did sound you did preface it with a boob um. A boob explanation. Obviously, I love boobs. Like, fucking who doesn't? Yeah. Do you even prefer women ass, love boobs? But you oh, prefer yeah. ass. Fuck yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I mean, I, I guess by asking that question, I mean that 
it has to be a 49-51% split if you're trying to be impartial. You have mm-hmm. to pick one or the other. Ass. Ass? Ass. And why is that? It's like looking at them. So you're you're telling me that you'd prefer looking at an ass, but when like some girl's riding you and them big fucking grapefruits and, and socks are just hanging down over you? It's 51 to 49, man. All right, that's fair. We'll give you that. So why don't you go after Brazilian women? I don't... I don't know any Brazilian women. Right, move do to you Orlando. Know, do, you, do you know anybody? Not personally, but move to Orlando. I'll, okay. I'll fix your problem. Okay, I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for the tip. Absolutely. What about you, Spinach? Man, I, know, I, was I, hoping, I was hoping you were going to answer first because I feel like you're going to get an answer I already know Can I be super give. insensitive? Yes. Okay, so you're bi. Yep. Would you prefer like the perfect ass and tits or like the perfect cock? There are mm. some attractive cocks. Mm. <laughs> I feel like cocks don't get enough. I don't feel like they get enough recognition recognition yeah because they're like there are some good looking dicks and i appreciate a good looking dick Fuck I really yeah do. will you rate my dick <laughs> i haven't seen it before like like one to five if i if i saw it i would generally do that like i don't want to just like whip it out no, you can send, like send me a like, pic i'm not like, even kidding it's like unseemly to like just whip it out but I feel like if I just sent you a pic and just well, one, but it one has to, five, to be hard because I feel like it's not a fair judgment. Oh, no, no, no one wants some fucking limp Jesus. Vienna yeah. sausage yeah. flap. Yeah, don't just ways. send me a fucking limp dick. That I'm not gonna no. send you my limp dick. I would it's block like, you. That's I'm offensive. You again. I'm, a, I'm a grower, man. It's it's not fair to like judge my yeah yeah my yeah. soft dick. A lot of variables here. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I I definitely I'm sexually attracted to guys. Okay, but I've never dated a man. Why not? Oh, you're fake. Yeah, you pose. I don't think that's fake. I, I, I have sucked a dick, so I don't think I'm fake. No, I have sucked a dick. You're not gay enough to be bi. Have you ever? No, had no, 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 no. That's not. That's, I feel okay. like that's very. I'm, I'm I, kidding. I'm kidding. One hundred percent. Michael, don't I back have, down. He gets it. I've had cum in my mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how much more bi you can be. You're officially bi. You're officially bi. <laughs> but like, I definitely prefer women. Just so, like structurally, emotionally. Emotionally, guys just are you fuck. kidding? Dude, women are psychopaths. <laughs> well, I like it, though. It balances me out. Yeah, dude, psychotic rhymes with erotic for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the crazier, Ooh, yeah. better. Yeah. Like, like, a lot of people want to talk about how toxic dick is so good, but, like, have you ever had some psychotic bitch? Like, no psychotic bitches? Like, dude, she might fucking <laughs> oh, murder. Actually, no, that's a lie, though. I had a psychotic oh. bitch. She wasn't very good at sex. Dude, she oh. might murder kittens behind the dumpster, psychos. but she sucks a mean dick. Casey Anthony. Oh, Taking yeah. it back to the last episode. Fucking Casey oh. Anthony. Yeah, that rockin' bod. Dude, that- she crazy fuck that crazy bitch no, she killed I, her kid i bet she has that talk i don't care dude if i'm a single dad with a two-year-old daughter i will still have casey anthony over to fuck me i mean I she doesn't like... have to deal with the stress of raising it so she's not gonna <laughs> exactly. have a meltdown and drown your fucking kid and if you murder my kid more time for us to fuck without shame <laughs> yo that is true that is true that's true. true and because of society if she murders the kid she'll probably get like less time yeah, exactly. get off completely. Yeah. so it's kind of a win-win-win <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, it's not the, your kid. It's her kid. What's the third win? I get my I, I get my rocks off. She gets her rocks off. Another child dies. Is that the third win? I'm no comment. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. I mean, oh shit. I, I think we've we've had a lot of laughs on this episode. Hold on, hold on. Like, we haven't gotten to meet no. yet about what I prefer. Oh, All wait, right. I didn't yeah. even get to yeah. say what yeah. I prefer. Yeah, so spinach. Oh, wow, I'm sorry. Titties. Titties. 
Yeah, so I prefer tits. That was the other controversial thing because, like, we were talking about this yesterday, and the girl <laughs> that we were talking about it with was like, ugh, guys, you like titties are always weird. And first of all, I am weird, but you don't even know that. And second of all, like, I like titties. They're just comforting. They don't got to be huge, though. Like, I like titties. Right, yeah, I dude, like titties. They're just so like, familiar. Like, handful. I like a handful of titties. Right, like, I want to be like, sucking on that nipple, not your asshole. Thank you. Okay, so what are you? <laughs> um... I'm gonna have to go with titties as well. Thank you. I'm Dude, so happy somebody like, else they're likes just, titties. They're just so soft and warm and inviting. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like the old friendly black lady at Popeye's Chicken exactly. who talks to you like calls you sugar and baby. With big titties. Yeah, and you're just so comfortable. Like you're just like this is great. I yeah. get it. I feel like if I was an ass man, obviously when you're peeping the ass out, when you're looking at asses and shit, like. Dude, that's a fine fucking ass. Yeah. Like, that is some fucking exotic, like, zoo ass. But that, I don't know, I feel like that adds, like, a level of aggression to it, you know? When titties are just, like, always there and always just warm and comforting, you know? And, and, and when she's sucking your dick, if you're not sitting in a chair, I mean, them titties hanging down, they're adding some cushion to that dick sucking, and it's just like, it's like a show. You know, she can't fucking blow you you know, with her ass perfectly in view because, you know, the hair is hanging all over the place and her fucking 10-inch forehead is, is <laughs> deflecting all the light in the room so it doesn't shine off the ass, you know. I'm going to have to go with titties. And not to sound like an 11-year-old boy, but, like, titties never hurt anybody. Exactly. Ass <laughs> farts. There's poop in there. Yeah. Like, there's too much going on. There's like, titties are just always nice. Like, yeah. Even if they're sweaty, I kind of even like the smell of titties. Like yes, okay, yeah. They usually smell like their perfume though, because they spray it on their neck and they it drips smell, out of the titties. They're not putting perfume smell on their good. asshole. They just smell good naturally, yeah. honestly. Low key though, and dude, think about it this way: if you do fall in love with this woman and you have children, what's going to be feeding your child? Her ass or her titties? Yeah, I, I feel like that, it makes more sense biologically to like titties. Like yeah. ass cushion for the push, and I get it. But titties just make more sense to me. Right, and there's a paradox there because you need that cushion for the push, and especially if you're trying to impregnate. Mm -hmm. But how are you going to feed the product of impregnation, which isn't completely dependent on the cushion for the pushing? You feel me? He fucking feels me. I feel you. Yeah, dude. No, titties have variables though. Ooh. Yeah, you got some nice big tits, but think about it this way: shape. Um, how about symmetry? You know, we've all fucked girls probably that have like a titty that's like ten times bigger than the left or the right, and it's just kind of like, oh, my eyes are crossing. You know, <laughs> I don't know, another dude. I just always titties. keep peeping the ass out. I'm not paying attention to nipple the size. That's another big one, dude. Titties what? are, you know, titties are great, but a, 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 a you know, a, a thing to observe about the titties is nipple size. I mean, you got some big, nice titties, mm -hmm. but then you got a nipple that looks like a fucking slice of Capricola. Okay. <laughs> And you're just like, oh, well, it's detracting from the flesh of the titty itself, not the nipple. I feel like titties have personality too. Like yeah. sometimes they got like, yeah. like a little bit of some titties, like they're a little cross-eyed. Like the titties, like they're a little like looking at each other. Then you got the titties that have the big eyes, like oh, yeah. And then I mean, you got the titty, they're like, like dialed in, like yeah, like titties. fucking. I'm on 80 milligrams of Adderall, and yeah. my eyes are the size of the moon. Nipples. I, I feel like I need to rep the ass guys too, though, because. Ass has a lot of variables too, like it's geometry. Got, you, yeah, geometry. Like <laughs> you've got the size, you've got the shape. Does it have that little 
the overhang where it's a definite separation from leg to ass. Right. That's nice. Yeah. That's but, nice. But what is, is it girl? like? Is it smooth? I don't. I don't even care about cellulite. I don't give a fuck. Like still fat. That's yeah. that's not like it's my. Thick. That's not even like it's something that I get hung up on. But like that's a variable. Yeah. Some people care about it, mm. and I, I think that like I just need to take this second to wrap the ass, man. That's fine, man. Wrap the ass. But think about it this way: Would a woman prefer you to be sucking on her butt cheeks or sucking on her titties? Nowadays, I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't be sucking on the butt cheek, <laughs> now, generally, I, smacking that ass around, you know what I'm talking about. I've bitten an ass. You know, That's like, also like my trademark. I love to bite the ass. Yeah, yeah. man. Mm -hmm. I, exactly. I always leave a hickey on the booty cheek. That's not Ooh, my idea. Hell yeah. yeah. Should Ooh. I write that down? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that taking a mental note. Reference? No, seriously. Taking a mental note. I'm going to try that one of my girls. Every time she remembers, oh. Oh, it hurts because he bit me. I'm wet again. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Is that, that how that works? Well, no, later. Oh, fuck. That's so. a good point. That would turn yeah. me on. Every yeah, but, like, yeah. I agree with you, though, because if, like, you leave the same, like, calling card on the titties, like, depending on what she wears, like, people are going to see that, you know? Some people do that. It's like, I'm marking this. This is mine. Like, leave hickeys all over your neck. Like, mm. why did you... Do I, I don't like that. I think that that's rude. If you, like, yeah, I don't... don't like if you don't ask to, like, leave a hickey... Right, because it's obviously going to give them social conflict with strangers in their everyday life. But do a we... hickey on a titty or the ass, like, that's just, like, a personal reminder. Like, ooh, you're my little dirty little harlot. Yeah, but why don't I... you go full send, like, the Arctic White Wolf and mark your territory by pissing on them? I, I have, like, a, a weird, like, that. racial curiosity. Like, I'm, obviously, I'm very, very fair-skinned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bitch you, you white as fuck like, what does a hickey look like on a black person <laughs> I actually, it looks the same probably just less um really? less um less obvious yeah i'm yeah. trying to think of the word like when you hickey a white girl it's kind of like oh god there's Ooh. a lot of contrast is she like, okay like a, <laughs> yeah. shit. Don't tell your father. Did I break an artery? Is she bleeding out under her skin? Yeah, <laughs> but hickeys show up on me. Okay. Really? But obviously, the darker the darker the person, yeah. the less it's gonna show up. Like so. it's the difference between like a light skinned bitch from Chicago and like someone from Kenya. Yeah. Yeah. Which means you can leave hickeys all you want. So please import more Kenyans then. <laughs> Fucking God. <laughs> All right, we're canceled no. again. Is that a thing? Did he... No, we have our fucking ace in the hole who protects <laughs> us from scrutiny. <laughs> oh, please, just protect us, Spin. <laughs> um, protect us from the haters. Tell them we're not racist. Me, as a black man, I support Ranger Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm endorsed. Yes. Oh, God, no, you're going to take that sound bite and just put it in the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Literally, I will cut Me, it out. Me, as a black man. Spin, are you weaponizing black voices? I'm not. I'm that really is, not. I really hate, by the way, like, I feel like as a black person, even though all black people feel this way, but I hate, like, black people that are just like, I'm Republican. Look at me. We're not all the same. Like, yep. fuck you. You're still an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't that apply to both sides? I'm going to keep voting for the Democrats who told me to vote for them and they've been fucking us over through policy? Yeah, we're going there right now. We've already gone over our mark and I don't I mean, <laughs> up until very recently, I feel like... Democrats have had the blacks' backs. How so? Because, like... Has your Democratic mayor in Chicago solved your gang-on-gang -gang crime that also kills your own civilians? How can you solve that, though? Um, I don't know. By legalizing drugs and giving funding to the communities? Anti-gang task force? I don't know. How would that work? I don't want to go into policy right I mean, now. We've been having such a good night. I don't want to. I don't want to go into this. I mean, this goes into recidivism, uh, what? prison culture. It, it goes into like when you lock people up for things that they do, you're reintroducing them to an environment that's so much worse and, and indoctrinates them. Kamala Harris. 
I I would love to. I would love to tell that to her. I think that prison reform is a key issue in like saving the culture of America because we imprison so many fucking people that the rest of the world is like, what are you guys doing? We have more prisoners than some countries have people. Tell yeah, like, what are you guys doing? Tell that to Kamala, dude. She literally, as district attorney and fucking attorney general, locked up more black people for weed crimes in the state of California than anyone else. But she goes on Charlemagne the God's radio show and brags about smoking weed in college and listening to Tupac's latest releases, even though he died way before she was in college. Uh, so basically, I mean, Tupac's a legend. Charlemagne the God is questionable. He recently switched sides, and I don't trust him anymore. Oh, so mm. how do you feel? How do you feel about uh, Yeezy? How about, what about Kanye? He's obviously mentally ill. He's yes. even said that he's mentally ill. He has bipolar yeah. disorder. So, like, no offense. Obviously, mentally ill people, their words are valid, but are they? Um, it he's not on the stable. We're I mean, not listening to him. When you get into a manic episode, you you have delusions. <laughs> and I, yeah. I mean, the like, only thing that I'm gonna pull from that in reference to Kanye is like, he shouldn't be president. Just like Joe Biden shouldn't be president. Just like Trump Donald Trump shouldn't be, be president. Joe president. Joe celebrities should be president. Joe and they Jordan have no and... fucking political experience. That's the point. I like that. Ooh, no, I, I like that. Can I? Can I, I plug? Want... Can I plug a political thing? Yeah, I already do with John Cummings. So it's your turn. <laughs> okay, so. Politically, I just want to say, if you feel like you're split between the candidates, you don't know who to pick. You don't you like people. you. Yeah, you don't know who to pick because it's two turds. Uh, like, this is the year to waste your vote because, believe it or not, Trump is probably going to win anyway. Yep. Um, don't vote for Trump. Don't jo- vote for Biden because. We're just going to see what we've seen every fucking election is that some dumbass gets elected because they're the quote unquote lesser of two evils when there's actually other candidates, whether or not you agree with the Libertarian Party, Joe Jorgensen, to see an election, if she gets, say, 33% or 25% of the votes, people are going to be like, oh my God. A third party might have a chance in the next election. Yeah. I think that's something that people need to realize is that no vote is a wasted vote. Right. And a majority of my friends who are either even hardcore Democrat or Republican don't want to vote in this election. Please and the, vote, and, and I vote know third people, party. I know these people personally. If they listen to Jorgensen, they would be totally on board. But the fact that she doesn't have the outreach and is being silenced for the sake of the two-party system is fucking her over and fucking their vote over. Excuse me. I am speaking from someone who doesn't know who Joe Jorgensen is, and I would love to learn. Can you tell me what her policies are? You came to the right apartment in Ghetto Toledo. Hell yeah. <laughs> Right, spit some shit, Rick. Yeah, Tell us about just Joe. give me like yeah. uh, give me like the fucking um, what do you call it? Uh, Spark notes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, prison reform, uh, eradication of the federal income tax. She wants it gone. Uh, legalize all drugs. Um, change drug and and nonviolent crime sentencing. She wants to bring businesses back, but hold them under the same scope as small businesses. She wants to abolish the ATF, which I'm so about as a gun person. Um, she wants nuclear energy as the perfect pardon between green energy and fossil fuels. Beautiful. She wants to abolish the Federal Department of Education to leave it up to the states to provide more quality education to their students uh, while avoiding federal bureaucracy and bad programs like uh, deferred busing and Common Core and all that federal bullshit uh, and stuff like that. I mean, Ooh, can I talk about education reform? She sounds wonderful. Yeah, she's wonderful. I don't know about the Department of Education part, but well, I'll have no, to look into she's more. She's attacking it on the basis of... I like most things she's talking about, though, more than both candidates, so, so yeah, it doesn't with, really matter. With education, she's talking right it, now. about it on the scope of 
the government, the federal government, should not have a hand in state and local education. Because should everybody they, be on the same spectrum, though, when it comes to education? Like, everybody should have a baseline. Right, but the, but, but the federal government determines the baseline for all states and all schools, which vary differently, whether it's demographics, whether it's income of the area, whether it's policy of the area. Wait, so the federal government determines how educated some states are? Yes, literally, yes. Which, yeah. which You determine how educated... So how the fuck are you going to talk about Chicago crime when fucking the government is setting this shit up anyway? Well, take it up with your government. I'm not denying that. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. It's a that. systematic fucking... It's literally the results of systematic bullshit. Right, so take it out with the government that's causing that. I hate when people talk about Chicago black on black crime. I'm sorry. I'm just using. Don't it be very sorry. Good. Don't apologize. It's just. I, mean, I just hate when people bring it up because they love to bring it up, but it's just kind of like, like. I just bring it that's up. That's its own isolated, fucked up situation. Yeah, but it's really fucked up. No, it's really fucked up, but it doesn't like make police on black pot violence okay, and it doesn't. Oh, yeah, not at It doesn't all. fucking lessen okay, the blow yeah. of mass shootings. Like it doesn't do any of that. It's just another unfortunate event. Yeah. That's really like a result of the government fucking over an isolated prop population that probably needs more education and funding and That's blah correct. blah. Yeah, I love that take because I I've really never thought about that. Problem. Yeah, but take it up with your Democrat government of Chicago. They're the ones who issue the funding. They're the ones who are in control of the federal funding and the and the state and the local funding through taxes. And they've been in the Democrats have been in power in Chicago for over fifty years. Wow. I mean, does the Democratic Party care about the people anyway? No. no. So why keep voting for them? Because they've kept being voted into office in areas of crisis like that. Why vote for either? Just vote third party. Exactly. But that's the thing. Um, something is controlling the scope of third party to prevent it from getting to the people because the two Probably power... big government. Yeah, the two-party systems have too much power where they snuff out third party, which could have a rabid national following of all walks of life. Yeah. Well, you gotta think, like, black people have been fucked over by America since the beginning of time, oh, and we yeah. finally have a, not finally, but I mean, like, we have a party that we trust, so it's very hard to get the word out that, hey, they're actually in cahoots with each other. That's gonna take a minute, and, like, I feel like there's a good time to, like, try to, like, literally, since we started talking about eradicating the two-party system last night... I've been talking about it with everybody I know since, like, for the yeah. last 24 hours. Because it's that, literally, like, I... Did you talk about your, your conspiracy theory on the last podcast? Uh, the the two-party one? Yeah. The, the one where they're, they're in cahoots? They're in cahoots with each other? They're, I mean, like, either way, they're enormously yeah. too powerful and too rich, and they don't care about the common man. They have a dual... Duality? Du they have a duopoly. Oh, like, duopoly. They, they have two institutions that are so powerful that they... Basically, without opposition, they could keep going forever because they have the power mm -hmm. and they have the fear of their following that the other, they have the threat of the other one taking over. Yeah. That it gives them a dual monopoly against each other, basically. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It's like, like, it's like a silent agreement that the only way that we'll both survive is that we, we fight each other, but also support each other through bullshit. Yeah, so until we introduce something that isn't direct opposition, like left versus right, Republican versus Democrat. This is all it's been for the past 30 years. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't want that. No. We, we Like, regardless of who you are, if, if you don't hate the fact that they're just eternally oppositional and blocking every fucking thing from the other side, 
Like, I don't understand yeah, where like you're a lot at. Of voices. I don't even think they hate each other that much. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, I feel like it's all just a show. Exactly. Because literally just watching Joe Biden give an actual speech for the first time. Because I've never heard Joe Biden speak for more than five minutes before. But Joe Biden saying that if you don't vote for me, you're not black. You heard that one? No, I heard that before. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. I didn't like him since then. But, like, he says a lot of sh- fucked up shit. Well, he has dementia, though. I mean, he might just be a fucked up person before that, too. No, he I just don't... has fucking dementia. His no, mind he... is melting like a popsicle in the floor. It can be both. I mean, I definitely believe it. Can be but both. I need to do more research. I'm definitely going to preface it with that. But, like, also, I don't think... Um, I'm also backtracking. I don't have organized thoughts. I have ADHD. Oh, Dude, my same. God. We all Virtual sickening. But, um, <laughs> fucking... Um, I hate that word. Earlier, um, <laughs> you were like... Something about Democrats and blacks or whatever. You you really can't blame black people for wanting the best for the Democratic Party or being loyal to them. Because, again, we have been being fucked over by literally America since the beginning of time. We did not even choose to be here. The America that's fucking you over is the Democrats you vote for. Look at it through the policy and the history. There's evidence you can Google search. Literally, most black people say fuck the government in general. And we don't even give a shit. And, like, we don't even care to look it up. And I agree with you. Then why keep voting? I'm not generalizing. What do you mean, why keep voting, though? Why it's not vote, our fault. No, I mean, it's in why keep voting for the government that's fucking you over. You because have to take our vote matters. And, right, so vote for the people that will uphold you. All you have to do... And I'm, we I'm, don't know who upholds us. I, we I just, just we say, just started the conversation that two parties are fucking bullshit. We I just wanna, started that conversation. I want to say something, that this is the starting point of a very, very important conversation for our entire country against the two-party system, because... The thing that I see as most obvious in this interaction right here Go to town. is that we don't fucking like either of the parties. And, you know, I, I don't want to generalize. I hate generalizing. But if black people are trusting the Democrats and they're continuously letting everyone down, we all need to take a second and start having conversations of who's going to represent us, who's best to represent us. Because I think most of us would agree hasn't been the Democrats hasn't been the Republicans, and we're not even giving a side glance to third options because that's a wasted vote, quote-unquote. And also, um, as a black man, I'm going to admit here, and a lot of people, I've honestly, like I just told Mike for the first time, I haven't told anybody this before, but I told Mike literally last night that I voted third party in 2016. I did. I voted for Stein. No shit. I did. And no, I didn't tell anybody because I was embarrassed and I felt bad because I thought that I helped Trump win. And maybe I did. But also, I feel good in my conscience that I voted for neither of them. Right. Hell yeah. And like, literally like, ah, shit, lost my train of thought again. <laughs> no vote is wasted. No, no vote. vote is wasted. No vote is a it's wasted not. vote. You're and I using feel your like voice. the voting system is fucked up anyway, but like, how would you even know if you don't vote for whatever you believe? Right. Ooh, how do you guys feel about ranked choice voting? What's that? Ranked choice is where you're like, okay, you have five candidates. Rank them from one to five based on how much you so want them in how office. how the Republican and Democratic National Convention work? Yeah, but like, we have right now we have Joe Biden, Joe Jorgensen, and Trump, the incumbent. And if you don't want to waste your vote, you could rank your top choice, the third party, and then the person you really don't want. You know? Or it could be like a top two, top three. It's really... What would be the results? Is that just more statistics, more options at the at the voting booth? Like whoever is ranked the most high? 
Say, there say, definitely shouldn't be two. Like, why? Why is it got to end up at two? Why is it got to be one or the other? Why can't it be? Is that what you're trying to say? Like, ranked choice voting. Like, um, you you get the like the the top five that made it up to the ranks, and then like you have five choices at the voting booth. Well, even if uh, I mean that would be more representative of the population, probably yes. Say each party. So you got the Democrats, you've got the Republicans. Now you have the Libertarians. Like you have the Green Party, the Tea Party, whatever, whatever. Uh, and each of them have narrowed down all of their candidates to a primary candidate, right? So you get to choose between all of those primary candidates. And if you feel really strongly about a third-party candidate, that shows up in the results. A lot of people say you're wasting your vote voting third-party because every election cycle, they get a very small amount of the votes. But it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you continuously tell people exactly. you're wasting your vote by voting third-party... No shit, they're not going to show up statistically. And that's part of the plan. Yep. Exactly, it's yeah. intentional. It's intentional. That's that's all I got to say about that. Be skeptical, talk to people, consider third parties. It's not scary why the to fuck talk not? politics. Why the fuck not? But how do you get access as the average citizen, what's up, Sig, um, to... Listen to third parties who are silenced through the two-party system's control of information in the media. That's also intentional. They don't get screen time because the parties yeah. are in control of the monetary system. So how do you fix that then? Um, have an informed public. We're, oh. try we're trying to inform the public. But how do you hey. inform the public if you're silenced on your platforms of information? Uh, oh, and also... I, don't know. I thought about... Okay, um, two two thoughts. This is how I'm gonna introduce every thought. So, um, hey kitty, hey the baby kitty is kissing me. But anyway, um, fucking um, black people support the Democratic Party because socially and values they have aligned with a lot of black values Correct, and people of color value, values. I mean, somewhat it seems. I'm not like an expert in politics, but it seems like yes, they've been they've tried to at least act like they care about our issues and conservative is generally looped with the Republican and that kind of leads me to the point of um, I feel the same way about at this point about black people following the Democratic Party as I've always felt about poor white people following the Republican Party That's fair. Ooh. because Ooh. the Republican Party doesn't give a fuck about you if you're white and poor yeah. <laughs> they, nope. yeah, fuck. yeah. They don't this care. Is such a good like if you're a poor person voting Republican, I'm sorry, you're playing yourself. For sure. Because they don't yeah, care about you. Absolutely. Trump sure. does not care about you. No. And I feel the same way. It's all about money. It's not about race. And I feel like race is a distraction. It's all about money. Ooh. And human rights. Fair. Wow. Lots of up and ups and downs on this episode. Fucking yeah. not that this is a down, but like. We were just laughing about titties and shit. <laughs> now it's like... It is right. the best podcast of all time. Well, God, I love it. I love it, too. We're having fun. We're almost to two and a half, which, are, which I'm going to cut it off there. So I'll give both of you your closing statements because I have nothing to say right now. So, Oh, smoke gas, eat ass. It's okay to suck titties. Why would it not be? Sucking titties is great. Yeah, we're literally born to suck titties. Black people, <laughs> consider the third party. White people, consider the third party. Literally, literally everyone. Literally everybody. Literally everyone. Consider the third party. Yeah. White people. Help black people consider the third party. 
white people. Um, mm. <sighs> <laughs> stop doing crazy shit and tagging it BLM. You know what? I can get behind that. That's called Antifa. I agree with you. Thank you. All right. Well, this has been an episode of After Hours where it's just a Sunday. It's not on our schedule. We're just fucking around having fun talking. We got a great guest today. Spinach has really been fucking killing it. Hell yeah. And he'll be back for my podcast for at least one episode. Like, I don't... Yeah. Come back any fucking time. We have a great time. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah. It's been some great combo. Talked a lot about a lot of fucked up shit, hopefully. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but we, we've been on for a really long time. Yeah. I gotta go take a picture of my dick so that Spin can, rate, can it. rate it. Yeah, yeah, let's rate your dick. Um, so, of course, with the end of every episode, we're gonna do plugs. <laughs> Obviously, this is a Thin Ice Digital production. You can follow us on Twitter at Thin Ice Digital. You can also email us at mothership.thinicedigital at gmail.com for any of your questions, complaints, rebuttals, stories, guest suggestions, or to tell Ranger Rick to kill himself for being a racist piece of shit. Um, as well as, you can also follow Ranger Rick on Instagram and Parlor at Tactical Ferret. That's right, like the animal, Tactical Ferret. What about Mike? You want to plug anything, Big Beal, Mike? Nah, I'm good. Nah, check, I'm good. Check, out, check out my podcast. Uh, episode 1, uh, it's going to be next week. I'm not sure exactly if it's going to be on the scheduled time or day. Just throw it uh, out there. We've, the schedule is nothing right now. Yeah, it, it just depends on when I can get this uh, person to get on zoom and we're going to talk about antifa we're going to talk about the rationale behind it there the is no goals. rationale they're radical assholes by rationale i don't mean that what they're doing is justified i'm saying <laughs> what in their mind is possessing them to take the stance that they do and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing i'm not being contemptuous yeah. because i really want to have a level ground um respect because i respect. do respect dude all i want to do is curb stomp them okay well that's your own thing which is why Big Deal Podcast is going to bring it to you, Antifa, right in the face. Oh, you know, dude. we're going to talk about stuff. I don't know, I don't know why we didn't talk about it at the beginning. The what? big fucking news. We're published on Apple Podcasts now. Oh, yeah. Check we, us out on Apple. Yeah, we somehow got through their fucking social justice <laughs> review table, which I don't understand how that fucking happened with half the shit I say, but L guess what? Literally 24 hours. Right. We got our RSS up. We are now on Apple Podcasts. So if you search for Thin Ice Digital, you will find us published on there with all of our current episodes. Please give us a five-star review or a one-star, depending on how you fucking feel. I don't care. Just listen to us regardless. But yeah, dude, that's a big milestone. We got published on Apple Podcasts from our dingy little SoundCloud page. Hell yeah. So that's really great. Um, I'll be plugging the show on my social media, on Twitter for this episode. I do like these after hours. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Talking about fucking everything from eating ass to how, you know white people are awful yeah spinach you want to plug anything you said you got some music on soundcloud your social media don't expose me they're not ready uh I'm to help you out man just add me on instagram emotionless fish you'll find my music and my face um, music local musician what do you do I rap, but it's not anything serious. It's just for fun. So if you want to check it out, my latest song is in my bio on Instagram, Emotionless Fish. And um, that's about it. I'm done. I don't really post much. You can check me out. Sometimes I'm eating stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah, food porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Like, watch me chew, like, literally. You don't even get to see the presentation on the plate. Like, sometimes I'm eating things. <laughs> 
Good stuff. Uh, well, that's yeah. what it is. It's, it's been, been fun. fun. I really I appreciate you being here. This has been a blast. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've learned that guests make us better. Yeah. So we'll get that list set up. Um, Spinach, thank you so much for being with us. It's Thanks made for having so me. Much thank fun. you for having me. It's an yeah. absolute honor. Um, hopefully, we can hire you to get a tax credit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anything else to say, Big Deal Mike, before I uh, shut this recording down? Hell yeah. That's Fuck what I'm saying. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeet. All right, let's go drink. Fuck yeah. (laughs) All right, take it easy, America. We're out of here, out of the 419. I'll catch up with you later this week when we got more episodes of Check Your Bias Podcast. Beat down with Ranger Rick and the Big Deal Podcast with uh, Big Deal Mike. We'll be sending that out to you soon. Check our social media, and we'll keep you updated. Hell yeah. Peace. Bye.